0: But yeah, obviously it's all been going off again Uh, with today. I wasn't gonna stream, I'm gonna take some time off, but um, nah, there's too much shit going on because we got all this stuff going on about fucking Kotaku now and fucking Deadspin, and the journalists are just straight fucking wilding again. Like, I do not even understand it. I do not understand the premise of what we're talking about here, right? Uh, Like, okay, for those that don't know, and I'm gonna we're gonna get into details. and I'm gonna give you a whole big thing, but just so right at the start of the stream, you're, we're all on the same page. What happened was there was a, a venture capitalist group uh, bought out some basically the the Univision kind of portfolio. So you had stuff like you know Kotaku, Deadspin, these websites, right? And uh, they basically bought them on the cheap because they weren't making money. They were losing money. They're bloated publications. Thanks a lot, Justy007. So what what these guys have done is they've bought them with a vision for turning them around and making them even just semi-functional businesses. Because if you don't know anything about how media companies work, let me tell you, this is how it is. Um, They basically chuck so much shit at a wall and hope some of it sticks, and what does sticking mean? Sticking means that it gets spread, it goes viral, um, and it fucking, you know, blows up on like a Facebook, on a Twitter, on a Reddit, gets shared everywhere, and then, off the back of that, maybe to make something in click-through ads, probably not that much, because everyone uses ad blocker, because click-through ads are so egregious, um, and all over the page, and always have been, Um, but what they also then do is they then take that stack of numbers of mystical numbers and go, Oh, look how many people like looked at our website last time you want to advertise on our website. And then they sell direct ads and banner ads and stuff like that. And even doing all of that, right? Because these businesses are so focused on this, like machine gun approach to content. They don't make money. They don't make money, and also as well, they're so fucking narcissistic and egotistical, they all have to live in the big cities. Like, oh, well, actually, I'm a journalist in Los Angeles. Oh, I'm a journalist in New York. Yeah, places where rent is the fucking highest in the fucking world, right? In the Western world, you have to have an office there so you can swank around and sip overpriced cocktails with your knobby fucking friends, right? But the reality is, it don't make you no money. You, you having offices in these cities you don't even need it for the type of content you're writing you're not like at an international news desk you know what i mean you're just you're just blog scum so the idea that you have to have offices in new york you could you could write it from kentucky and save a fortune but they ain't interested in that right they ain't interested they're interested in the illusion so what they do is they just trundle along hemorrhaging money until they can't hemorrhage anymore and then they sell to a vc group who then Starts the cycle off anew, or they do another angel raise, or another cycle of funding. This is literally what media has become. Media is not about profitable, sustainable businesses that deliver the news and just the facts. And, you know, maybe it's a loss leader for a big respectable network. Nah, they're a fucking money pit. They're a money pit. And they employ anybody who's like another one of these like coastal elite wankers that, you know, are are playing out some fantasy in their mind. College dropouts that like wanted to do something else, don't even respect the craft of what they do do. And they're getting paid more than they should to write shit nobody reads. That's the state of the modern media, right? So when when a company comes in like this GO right, and buys up these fucking properties... They're either one of the bad ones and they're gonna propagate the cycle or they're gonna put the foot down and they're gonna be like, listen, this can't go on. We employ like 150 fucking journalists. Not one of you breaks any news. Not one of you has any sort of like inherit merit. Um, Just in in, in your work, it's just like, you come to a pitch meeting and say, Has anyone noticed that Mario has a sexy ass? And then you write 1500 words about that. Nobody reads. Like, nobody reads. Nobody cares. Nobody cares that you jerk it to video games. Feel me, fam? No one cares. Like, your work is garbage. It's garbage. And you've been doing it for years, and somehow someone's paying you for it, see? You know what I mean? So... You've already been lucky, you've already been lucky, you already made a living producing nothing of value, that's incredible, that's incredible, that's like the luckiest shit on planet earth, to be able to produce something of no value whatsoever, and not just make a living off it, make a comfortable living off it in one of the fucking, you know, most expensive cities in the world. And you've got the nerve to talk about how hard it is and how tough it is. You know what I mean? You want to come meet my mans? You want to come talk to fucking plumbers? You want to come talk... Like, the background I'm from. I know how lucky I am. I'm under no illusions. And my work is fucking a thousand times more than anything you'll ever write. And I'm underpaid, if anything. But I'm never going to bitch about it or cry about it. What I produce has value. That's, That's... And I sleep fine about it. You're writing about fucking all sorts of just trash, and then you even got the nerve to fucking put at the heart of every article you write, who's the villain of the piece? Your audience? Brilliant. Let me tell you something. I'll tell you a story about a guy called Gigi Allen, right? He was a musician in a band called The Murder Junkies, lead singer, right? And he said, the audience is my enemy, okay? And he used to get up on stage, naked, with his fucking tiny little pecker out, pissing on the crowd, shitting in his hand, throwing it at them. Yeah, he got killed. He's dead now. You feel me? (laughs) Like, people, you know what I mean? Behaviour, right? Like... Nobody remembers who he is. He's just some crazy cunt. They made one documentary about him. People hated him so much they were using him as, his corpse as an ashtray for a day. Or, the audience is my enemy is not a sustainable business model, is it? Use your fucking heads. It's ridiculous. And and you out there, this, doing the, it's the same every time. Oh, it's the gamers that are the problem. Oh, it's the readers that are the problem. Or aren't sports fans toxic? Blah, blah, blah. That's your bread and butter. So you've got to make a decision. You're going to have the right stuff they like, or if you can't, or that's a value to them. And if you can't handle that, just go do someone else. What are you going to sit there for and try and change the entire system? Oh, they'll come round. I'll tell them they're cunts, and they'll come round to my way of thinking eventually. Who do you fucking think you are? Like, what mad fucking ego trip are you on? That'd be like me turning my stream on every fucking night and saying, you're all fucking morons. You're all morons. Now donate. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. I mean, you know, I probably do do that, but I've earned it. <laughs> it, it, it it's, it's, it's absurd to me. So anyway, just so you understand, before we start getting into the history of it and start looking at articles, I'm just because I'm just fr- free ranting at the start of the stream while more and more motherfuckers get in here. the The reality is this, right uh, this this VC, uh, this VC group told deadspin which is uh their sports website like listen guys stop writing about politics and the journalists went no we're not going to do that and then they got laid off one journalist in particular tweeted out just got fired for not sticking to sports and it's like okay I i need you to understand that first off if i get hired to do someone's roof and they come back and I've done the garden (laughs) I ain't getting paid do you understand that? they're your bosses, they're your employers they tell you what content to produce you don't want to produce their content? go work somewhere else it's that simple I can't believe I've got to explain it to people I can't believe I have to explain just the basic employer-employee relationship to journalists because you've been living in fucking la-la land, you want cloud nine with your shit you think That you can just do anything, there's like some loose cannon, and if you get a few retweets, it's all going to fly. No, let me tell you why they want you to write about sports. Point two, the same journalists that were complaining about having to write write about sports were going, yeah, but when I say orange man bad, everyone clicks on that. It's the most traffic that, that we get. Okay, let's follow that through logically, right? More people click on porn than they probably click on... Orange man bad, so why not just start fucking sticking some gate porn up there, do a little home video, you know what I mean? Nah, it's about audience cultivation, it's about audience cultivation, they, every time you write orange man bad, the regular fucking sports fan, that's just using sports for escapism, they go there, and they go fucking hell this again, and then they don't come back, see? But the orange man bad person they got an abundance so yeah they click once but they only clicking when you say an orange man bad so your choice now is to write about no sports at all right or just write about whatever's popular what the deadspin owners want to do is bring sports fans back to deadspin they ain't doing that with the shit you're writing because it ain't about sports I shouldn't have to explain this, but apparently I do. Journalists are that fucking entitled. They think they're entitled to a job working for a sports site, writing about politics or writing about whatever comes in their head that morning when they're having their fucking toast. It, it's it's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. And, and and the fact that you all sit there and you don't get this, and you, like, you legit do not understand it, 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 y'all need to be fired, y'all, straight up, y'all need to go back to the fucking streets, right, y'all need to work some real jobs, you need some office jobs, some corner jobs, some fucking retail jobs, you need to start serving some motherfuckers some coffee, because let me tell you, right, when your boss says, oh, we're a coffee shop, you don't turn around and go, yeah, I ain't really feeling coffee today, what if I just serve every motherfucker that comes in orange juice, it's a Starbucks, sir, uh, Do you want the job serving coffee or not? It's that fucking simple. I don't care about your input. I'm your boss. I own this fucking building that you're in. I'm signing the check you're cashing. Do you want a roof over your head, yeah? Then you've got to do what the fuck I'm telling you to do. That is how it works. Journalists think it don't apply to them. It's just us. Just us who have to live like that. Fuck me. And then you have the audacity. Anybody tells you, yeah, maybe you should just learn the code. You go fucking nuts. You're canceling motherfuckers, left and right, forcing people to have to get other jobs, sometimes never be able to work at all because you dug up a 13 year old tweet. Somebody says to you, hey maybe your industry's fucking rotten to the core and you should learn to do something else and you cry your fucking cronies on social media and get those guys banned. It's no wonder people fucking despise you. It's no wonder people like me have to fucking hide what we do for a living now. I can't tell people I'm a journalist. It used to be the other way around. I used to tell him I had nothing to do with gaming, and I was just a journalist because it was a respected profession 10 years ago. Now I can't sit in an Uber. Oh, what do you do, man? I work in video games. I, I wouldn't put journalist on my fucking lips. I wouldn't put journalist on my lips. I might get I might get smacked up because you fucking morons ruining it for everyone by being a bunch of dislikable, you know, stupid, delusional cunts. It's, it's unreal. It's unreal the state of you. Unreal the state of you Fucking hell That's the run out the way We didn't watch bone tomahawk in the end we watched uh, she hadn't seen reanimator so we watched reanimator and we watched sliver oh, Two just fun throwaway Classics, I'll hit it with the bone tomahawk uh, Later yeah, I seen. I, I seen it, man. I seen the dead spin Twitter feed. I'm going to bring it all up. I'll show it to you. But um, anyway, let's just get in. Let's get into some background, right? So, uh, where where should we start if we're doing it chronologically? Uh... Right. It probably should start here. So, just to give you all, like, the background on this sale, right? We can leave the Russian dude uh, back there, right? So, this is what happened, right? Univision um, ended up selling up uh, the whole Gizmodo Media Group and The Onion, um, right? And they formed a new company called Geo Media. This was in April this year. For all of you that don't remember, um, the Gizmodo Group, like, was, was uh, you know hemorrhaging money for a while um you know univision i think had already picked it up as well wasn't working out for them as a purchase so they ended up buying all the websites in their portfolio which are like i mean they got some websites that pretty understandable if you know just to look at the fucking you know reality of it as to why they're not profitable you got kotaku i mean i'd be amazed if kotaku was making money i'm going to show you something that really suggests they ain't in a bit um but you know they have they've gone from being a publication that was very i mean you know it was clickbait a lot of it but it was still pretty prominent in the space and it ended up run about 2014 just becoming a fucking running joke it's like basically the reset era of fucking you know gaming websites you know between that and polygon it's like you know and uh fucking waypoint or whatever it's called you know people like no one reads that anymore i used to read them websites i'm gonna tell you I used to go to those websites like every day. Now it's like, I can't stomach it, man, because you ain't even telling me how good a game is. You know, it's just a click on it, and it's just like, "Mm, I stick a controller up my asshole, and it wasn't ergonomically designed. Is that homophobic? It's like, this can't be what you do for a living, you see, because no one wants that, mate. Don't you get it? It's supply and demand. The average gamer don't want to stick a controller up his ass. The average gamer just wants to fucking know, does it sit nice in my hand? Not does it slide into my hoop? But that's what you're writing about because you want to be like counter edge lord or something and you think people are gonna pay you for this? You think people are gonna fucking roll up and be like, Oh, this is... We'd never thought of this before. How innovative. Sticking things up your ass and writing about it? Here is a check. A Pulitzer is coming your way. We have a new category in, in the Pulitzer Award. Uh, yes. Best piece of writing relating to anal insertion. You're a genius. No, it don't work like that. It's garbage. It's garbage and people know it's garbage. And we're sick of the garbage so ain't nobody gonna read it i said like a reasonable amount of games journalism yeah a reasonable amount of games journalism should be critique it should be like oh you know is this game uh you know does it does it have is it a secret feminist game or is it anti-feminist is there a secret racially charged message to it that's fine if it's 10 percent of your output but for y'all, it's fucking 90% of your output, and then maybe 10% of you begrudgingly talk about games, and here's the thing, you don't even judge them honestly or earnestly on their merits, like we saw over at Rock Paper Shotgun, where you got such a fucking bee in your bonnet with fucking Tyne and Sylvester, because he did an interview with Breitbart for the tech section, you've been slamming RimWorld, which is one of the best early access games ever fucking made on Steam, hands fucking down, right? You've been slamming that game, calling it transphobic and all sorts of lies, and you you even had a writer make up that, uh, what was it? Yeah, faking code. You faked code in an article to make it look like they were being homophobic. And then you had to admit publicly, yeah, we just made the code up. We've never even seen the code. Because you didn't have access to the game code. That's where you're at right now, see. You don't even, you won't even just honestly say it's a good game, but I don't like the guy who made it. You won't even do that. If the guy who made it is is a bad a bad man, an orange man bad, then you're just going to say the game shit. I like and, and then you wonder why the knock-on effect of that is the people who were still reading your reviews and letting you have the ninety percent of garbage in the background now your reviews are unreliable. So I can't I can't even I can't even just get an honest mark of what you think about the games anymore. So you have you made yourself worthless. You made yourself worthless, and now you spend every day going, oh my god, it's the death of media. Like, nah, dude, The Onion. There you go. There you go. They bought the onion. I ain't seen one onion writer say, we ain't doing fucking uh, satire anymore. We want to do a reportage. You know why? Because it's their job to write satire, and that site functions and makes money, and they attack both sides, and it's just a funny magazine that's been around for ages. You know what I'm saying? So why why is it, why is it, like all your onion brethren ain't fucking out there mauling and crying because everyone likes the onion (laughs) you know what i mean everyone likes the onion the onion doesn't make every other fucking piece they put out (laughs) if you if you don't understand that satire you're a moron is there a problem with satire readers satire readers are dead they don't have to be your audience they didn't attack people who just want to read fucking bipartisan um satire for fucking five years you deserve to fail. You've been artificially allowed to survive. You've been on life support in the hospital in a fucking coma for five years. And finally a doctor's come around and said, We need that bed for someone who actually has a brain with function that might live. And, the, and, 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 you're, cr- and you're crying about it. Ridiculous shit. So anyway this is this is the sale that they did um uh, when they created uh geomedia incorporated and uh, basically they just said like you know um we're gonna we're gonna run all these sites independently um let's have a look here what they said also by the way look at some of these websites they bought and tell me how you you feel about these websites right gizmodo yeah that's like uh that's like a 50 50 for me that's all right. i ain't got no beef with it okay uh, Jezebel, <laughs> not I'm, I know I'm not your target audience, but still, y- your site sucks ass. Lifehacker, fuck, I didn't even know that still existed. I didn't even know that still existed. Deadspin, I, I mean shit, man. If I want to read about sports, that's like I, I just never click on that. I just never click on that. Splinter, I don't know what that is. I ain't never clicked on that. The Root. That website should just change its name to FuckWhitey.com, and we'll just get that over with right now, because it's it's just everything's fucking racist and evil. Like you can't even enjoy fucking Game of Thrones or nothing without it meaning like you some secret fucking racist or whatever. Kotaku already talked about it. You've been in a downward spiral for a long time. Earther, no clue, and Jalopnik, which I think I stumbled across one time, but I-, I couldn't even tell you what it writes about now off the top of my head. Right, the Onion portfolio includes the Onion, funny, love that. Clickhole, funny, love that. AV Club, good site, read that. And the Takeout, ain't never read it. So you can see, like, the Onion side of the media was actually doing, uh, you know, good work and doing good things. Rest of your sites suck balls. You should have bought these, stripped all the fucking user data off it, and just fucking tanked them. Save more money. Make it you know, sell those leads to someone. Yeah, click all and onion are owned by the same folk. Yeah, it's the same thing. Um so it's just, it's just insane. But anyway, they bought it and said, today's announcement is the culmination of a very thorough process as part of Univision's broader strategic realignment and return to its core strengths in Hispanic media and marketing, said Vince Sadusky, Chief Executive Officer of Un- Univision. Our aim from the outset of this process was to sell these assets as one, and we are pleased to find found a terrific buyer in Great Hill Partners that is committed to growing these properties. We are grateful to our colleagues at GMG and The Onion for all of their high quality journalism and achievements as part of our company, and we wish them and Great Hill Partners tremendous success. This opportunity comes at a time when the entire digital media category is beginning to be recognized again for its unique ability to meet the diverse content and delivery needs of consumers and advertisers, said digital content industry veteran Jim Spanfeller, who is going to lead Geo Media. If I remember right, Jim Spanfeller is the guy who used to, uh, he was he was the CEO of Forbes or something, I think. He worked at Forbes, I'm pretty sure. As the largest player in our space, GeoMedia is in an ideal position to capitalize on this dynamic. And I'm excited to collaborate with a great team that boasts an individual track record to further expand our reach, add value to our advertisers, and enrich our visitors' lives. So, right, let me just tell you, cutting through all that corporate speak right there. When they said, this opportunity comes at a time when the entire digital media category is beginning to be recognized again for its unique ability to meet the diverse content, delivery needs of consumers and advertisers. What he's really saying there is, we've got a portfolio. We've just bought a portfolio of websites that have all pretty much gravitated to producing one type of content. I'm ignoring all the onion and all of that stuff. I'm talking about all the websites they got from the um, GMG portfolio. Cause seriously, if I clicked on any of them websites right now, what's on the front page ain't gonna be about what the website's about. It's gonna be some Trump bullshit. Fact. It's just going on. I could do it now as an exercise. Y'all want to do it now as an exercise? Let's just do it. Fucking, I'll do it. I'll prove. I'll prove the point. It's a live stream. It don't gotta be. It don't gotta be scripted. All right. Let's just do it. Let's. Let's do some analysis, right? So, in order, I'm gonna copy all the names as they are written out there let's just see what type of content we got so we'll, we need to start with Gizmodo right let's have a look, front page of Gizmodo now as I said, Gizmodo is one of the better ones I think it's I think it's worth saving this probably won't uh, probably won't meet that standard of it's on some Trump bullshit but let's just have a look, gizmodo.com right uh Okay, it's gonna flicker, shit man, because of all these ads, you're all gonna get strobed to death, dog, like Dumbest, the dumbest smart glasses Internet's birth certificate Films that messed us up forever Um, the guys from Game of Thrones are no longer making Star Wars Oh, that's in the more great blogs category, so that's not even their content Yo Oh, man, I might have to archive this shit, stop this strobe, and I'm gonna kill my audience. Jesus. Ads, dog. Like, look at this shit. <laughs> it's mental. Fuck it. I can't. I'll queue up the next one. I'll queue up the next one. Because it's gonna do it every time, because they all use the same template, right? How are we doing? Has it stopped? Okay. Facebook sues Israeli cyber weapons firm. Five backcountry backpacks to keep you safe in the wild. Exploring the future modular TVs. Breaking down the Mandalorian film trailer. Video sponsored by Best Buy. Counter-Strike. You know. It's all good, actually. Perfect Halloween costumes and projector mask. So Gizmodo passes the test. Apart from this, says poop for science. I don't know, but all right, they they do have a weird bit. Watch out on Pornhub, yo. They they filming you. They filming you and blackmailing you. Uh, Okay, let's take let's check out Jezebel if I can. It takes too long to even archive this website. I I feel like maybe just taking a screenshot's where it's at then. (laughs) Cause I, I can't I can't just strobe you to death. right I mean okay uh, this is this here we go oh see it's straight on a trump thing it's straight on a Trump thing Jezebel I'm gonna just bring it up for you right should we all have a strobe together watch these ads load right check that out the president has never met a dog. What the fuck does that mean? Who's reading that? Go down here. There was another one. The Trump family. Po- this is popular from Jezebel. The Trump family has given out the most dreaded of all Halloween candy. Like, motherfucker can't even give kids chocolates at Halloween. You know what I mean? It's got to be evil or something. I don't even I don't even know. Like that just says cry time. Let's not today, alright. I'm not even clicking on it. Right? Air Force One. What is this cursed Air Force One dish? So what, like Trump's eating a fucking bell pepper, like something that ain't KFC for the first time in his life, and we crying about that now. Right? Now listen, that's free Trump stories right there, just without even really digging into it. And getting into the uh, controlling and effing and stuff, right? But wait, so let's just see wait, what what is Jezebel meant to be, <laughs> right? Like, so it just says it's a blog geared towards women, right? That that's how it's literally described here. Jezebel, it's a blog geared towards women under the tagline celebrity sex fashion for women without airbrushing What you writing about Trump and dogs for then? Is that like a specific woman issue that I missed what you writing about bell peppers for with faces carved on them? Why, why, Why are you talking about Trump giving out candy? Where's where's the women's interest in any of this? Do you see what I mean? It's just garbage it's just throw away fucking garbage, it's just people writing about whatever the fuck they want, throwing it up on a website with no editorial concern, and then they wonder why like the people who actually own the fucking websites are going, This is shit. This is garbage. It's like, that's one down. I'd get rid of that site tomorrow. It's fucking trash. It's absolute trash. Um uh, what's the next one? We got oh Dead of course. Well, we all know about this. I mean, this is easy, this is like shooting fish in a barrel anyway. Like I could just show you their Twitter feed. I probably should. I'll get that ready. Right. Remember, it's a sports website. First what, what oh what, what wait. Who's that man with the orange skin? Who's that man? Who's that man with the orange skin? Right at the top of the page. I, I, have I seen him before? Who's he? Who's he like? Right. Oh, um, yeah, and Strawbus to death as well. Thanks. Thanks for the ads, homies. At least there's like, fewer ads on Jezebel, I guess. You know, it's, it's no coincidence they came out and said this the day after, like, Donald Trump got fucking booed at the World Series game and all the dead spin fucking authors are, like, coming out. But, like, what, wait, there are only two acceptable wedding dress codes. What? On a sports website? What are you talking about? Check out the wheels on this pumpkin thief. On a sports website? What are you talking about? nationals fans didn't stick to sports so not only you're going to do an editorial about why it's good that donald trump gets booed uh at at a baseball game you're also going to write about him getting booed in a baseball game reporting it as if it's like big news like separate to the baseball game here's some sports this looks like sports but this isn't even what you're leading with oh another one donald trump gets booze lock him up Chance at world series game five Three three articles on Donald Trump getting booed at a baseball game Do I even want to click on more stories And I bet if I went into one of these articles at random and like a controlled F control F Trump or control F Republican There'll be something there it's like, you know what I mean? Like, what's what you you work for a sports website? Why not just write about sports? What are you getting pissed off for? Ridiculous. Anyway, so that's Deadspin. <clears throat> <clears throat> Let's look at uh, Lifehacker. I didn't even know what the fuck that was. Says, do everything better. I mean, I don't know, like. This just looks like things journalists cry about. The website. Prepare to get strobed again. They're doing a thing called Evil Week. I I, I don't really... Right. Things basically journalists do on websites. Torment your enemies with political spam. Threaten to cancel your credit card to get a retention bonus. I don't know why that's evil. I thought you all hated capitalism and wanted to smash the system. Destroy your nemesis with these three revenge subreddits. I thought harassment was bad. It's all right, though. You're doing it to the chuds. All the different ways you can silence stupid people on Facebook. Blackface should not be part of your Halloween costume. No one's doing blackface for Halloween in the world right now. Like, just this is just trash. And how is it different? How is this life hacks? How is this like different to what Jezebel was publishing? Do you know what I mean? There's no like identity. When people ask you overly personal questions, just lie. Brilliant, great life hack, guys. I'm, I'm there. Just lie. Perfect. You've, you've cracked it. So I'd get rid of that. That's garbage. Like, there's no way that's making any traffic, right? There's no way that's making any money for anybody. Oh, you know what might work actually? So we don't get strobed. What if I click on the things at the top? Do they have the, do they have the link on Life Hacker? To link to all the other trash websites in the portfolio. Do they do that? There we go. So what was the next one I wanted? Slacker. Do you even do you even have that up there? You don't even bother you don't even bother showing Slacker. Let's have a look at that Jalopnik. All right? Here's Jalopnik. Oh that's about is that about cars then? Is that what that is? I don't even know. Or is it like uh must be cars. I couldn't I couldn't give you any input into this, whether it's good or not. Don't know anything about cars, don't drive, fuck that, right, so you got that, right, The Root, this is a classic, like, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't, uh, you you know what I mean, if you can't sell, fuck Whitey, (laughs) you know what I mean, like, you got something wrong with you, obviously, people, people love being told that they're racist for liking albums, Like, check it out. All the wrong people of Jesus is king. You know, Christians, I guess, right? Like, who else? Um... I can't even be bothered. Like,. Yeah, you saw that video, right, I guess, where that guy fucking booted a guy off stage for just saying, like some teenager, for saying he wouldn't say fuck Donald Trump, so they kicked him out of a concert. Yeah, praise be. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's, just, it's just predictable shit, dog, like, you know what I mean? This is fine, though. This has its niche. You want to you wanna appeal to that market? Have at it. I'll probably even spare this one. It always reminds me of what uh, the story about Elvis Presley's manager. That Elvis Presley, he used to manufacture all the fuck Elvis, you know, and, and ban Elvis and, you know, say no to Elvis t-shirts and badges and everything and sell them on the side because you may as well make the money from the haters as well as the fans. You may as well do it, like, for real. So... So you got, so I'd I'd keep this one around. So I think we got two that we'd save, right? What the fuck is the takeout? Is that just food? Is that your food vertical? I mean, again, how is this different to your life hacker, to your Jezebel? It's just garbage, like. Here's some interesting ways robots are helping humans. Robots are designed to help humans, you mad cunts. Every way they exist is helping a human. Robots help humans, more news at 11. Like, what you saying to me, dog? What you saying to me, blood? Like, I don't need an article, you know what I mean? What the fuck? How's this news? Amazon Prime members get free grocery delivery. Ain't that just a commercial? Ain't that just you writing a commercial? Right, whatever. Which one? Meet the robot changing the way we communicate. Is that a Wegman goes to Wegman's? I don't even. I don't even know what that means. Oh, the influencer one. I didn't even check it. Where we at? Is it down here? It just looks shit, guys. It just looks like shit writing by shit writers. Influencer leaves very good restaurant. One star review over lack of freebies. Oh, I see. Cool. Definitely not hate, hate click baits. Like, we ain't baiting all the hate click out of you. Alright, so anyway, let's do the one we all know and love. See how Kotaku's rolling today, right? See what news they got. Because to be fair, you know, their front page, it's hit and miss. You got the thing that I'll talk about later with Blizzard. Division 2's newest update makes it a much better game. Vampire would be great if not for the combat. EA returns to Steam with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Super Monk. Y- you know, there's not really anything crazy on the front page today. So i got to let them off. I- they- Kotaku can live for me. They ain't gonna. <laughs> but, but, you know... You just need to stop indulging your fucking worst writers and letting them write whatever the fuck they want. So there you go. I mean, anyway, we took a good look at their portfolio. Now, that's the kind of garbage, right? And I know you're going to think like, well, how much money can any of that cost? Some of these people are making crazy amounts of money for writing absolute shit because they don't put any work into it. They don't put any research into it. It's just literally from, you know, off the end of their fingers. So they can bang out like, you know, four articles a fucking week of just absolute trash. And they're expected to. But it's like... You know, not really hard work. Not by any stretch of the imagination. And that's what's going on. So anyway... Let's just start with what happened. Right, I'll give you the, the thing that like lit this torch paper. Well, actually, no. Let's, let's do it chronologically. Chronologically is better. So I showed you when they bought it, right? Well, something was up with Kotaku a while ago anyway. People knew that Kotaku were likely to have some financial problems going on. Because it was revealed. There was a games developer came out and publicly said in now deleted tweets that kotaku were actually going around and charging game devs for to to use quotes from their reviews on like posters and box art and stuff like this and i ain't never heard of that by the way so when i used to be when i used to be a, a games journalist when i used to do game reviews we used to get phone calls, right? Like from, um, you know, because I used to review for NUS. So you would get phone calls from like, you know, occasionally people asking if they could use a quote. And sometimes you might have to call and ask if you can use a quote about something or whatever. And it's just like a courtesy thing. I ain't never heard of like, you've got to pay money to use a quote from a review if you want to put it on your commercial box or posters. If that is something that's been going on in the industry, like just as a matter of fact, that's been one of the best kept secrets of all time, I would say, because I didn't know about it. I never heard about it. I never heard any of the great YouTubers complain or bring it up. Never heard Total Biscuit bring it up. So who 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 the fuck who the fuck knew, right? But apparently, this guy, uh, Hey Alexi on Twitter, came out and said, um, right, uh, I got an email which you can see here. Uh, he, he blanked it out so-and-so has partnered with the publication to offer licensing of their logos awards and reviews i'm looking forward to discussing ways you can leverage the third-party testimonial in your sales and marketing efforts to boost your brand. We can create a customized PDF, hard copy reprints, or other options enabling you to share this content with your customer base. To discuss, you can either email me back or call me at the number listed below as I am looking forward to speaking to you. So look, he said, for just $1,500 for the opportunity to quote their review on a single website and three social media platforms for one year, Oh, and they spelled my name wrong in the sales email to me. And then he went, fuck it, because he wasn't going to say who it was. And he said, fuck it. It was Kotaku. Seems like the new Gizmodo owners are trying to squeeze every penny they can out of their investment, including hiring a firm to cold call anyone they write about. Lucky me. If it turns out this is a scam, I apologize in advance, but it sure feels legit. Here's what they're selling. They emailed and called me. The email you can see is friendly enough, but what if I had already pulled quotes and used them? Are they saying I'm not allowed? Considering their review was bad, (laughs) I never used quotes from it, but what if? Can you even imagine? You're an indie dev who got written up by thekotaku.com. You'd feel elated. you post the article everywhere. Then some dude literally phones you up and asks you by name and says, about that article, congrats. Now, what about the fee for quoting it? Am I claiming that this is a conspiracy? No, I doubt the Kotaku staff writers even know it is happening. Maybe I was the first one, doubtful, but it is happening, and it does feel gross, and it seems absolutely antithetical to their entire supposed brand ethos. And I was gonna just move on with my life, like I said, the review was negative, and I don't even own the game's IP, but what if I did? I'd probably be throwing up uh, nervous about some lawyer sharpening their knife and coming for me in my $1,500 licensing fee for a quote and it sucks that I even feel nervous about mentioning this because there's so much pressure when you invoke these big brand names like Kotaku with their megaphone not to mention the game's IP and or the studio who employs me but I didn't initiate this I didn't ask for it sorry to anyone who's attempting to do actual journalism on a Gizmodo site don't worry mate there's not many of them Who maybe didn't know this was going on but it's not my job to keep you all abreast of the ways in which you're being sold out or implicated in this skullduggery or scuzzbaggery sorry skullduggery would have been a much better word but okay so to put all of that into context right like first of all i think he's been a massive drama queen about it the idea that they could like retroactively fucking charge you for using a quote nah how it would usually pan out in in any matter like this is you would just have 28 days to remove the stuff they didn't want you to use from the material, and that would probably be the end of it, you know, like a cease and desist. That would just be all it was. But the reality is, you know, they're, they're not doing it uh, because you have to. They're just It's just like, it's a hustle. It's a straight hustle. The idea that, you know, Kotaku is so valued... That if you want to use their logo, which is fine. You don't have a right to use their uh, IP. No, you want to use their logo and, and take a quote from their reviews. You've got to pay them, like, a licensing fee for a year. If you want to use it, like, suck my dick. I ain't never going to stand up. But they're obviously, like, anybody they've ever reviewed, they're calling them. And here's the funny part about it. So, first of all... Kotaku's very public stance about the horrors of harassment when your sales team is straight out there harassing game devs. Hmm, kind of seems weird, because I remember at the height of fucking Gamergate when every gamer was meant to be like, you know, a fucking Russian Russian bot neo-Nazi that was harassing games journalists to the point where they had to leave their house. I don't remember them having lawyers... and and demanding money and having a sales team and straight hustling you like that. I don't remember any of that happening. It kind of seems like, well, that's kind of fucked up. You should probably speak up about it. Of course, no one does. And this guy deleted his tweets out of fear because it's almost like the games journalists are the most vindictive pieces of shit in the games industry, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, the cartel of people that can just all agree because they all sit on Slacks and Discords together to write... The same lie about you on the same day, which they've done many, many times to many, many people. Yeah, it's almost like they're the bad guys and not the fucking occasional lunatic with a Twitter account. Who knows? What do I know? I was just there at the time watching you all do it. It's all right. Gaslight me. I'm the piece of shit. But, um, so, but there's something, very, you know, you, your functional business doesn't need to do this, guys. Functional business doesn't need to call up people they gave a bad review to. And been like, "Hey, listen, guys. You know, I know we, I know we said that your game is a piece of shit. But if you wanted to use that quote uh, on your box art or on a poster or on your Twitter account, you know that'll be fifteen hundred dollars. Like, so the sales team ain't even fucking juiced in properly. And here's another thing I want you all to think about, right? I think of it that time of the stream where I need a drink." I want you to see if all of you incredibly smart people there can have a think, right? Have a think about what this would do to review impartiality. See, I want to see if anybody can think and and come up with why this would be just a bad business model for the industry to begin with. Can anyone, can anyone think? Why it's bad? I know some of you already figured it out. Can any of you be bothered to type it? Because I'll explain it to you, right? There it is. Congratulations, King, King in the North 14. You got there first. Because, yes, you're more likely to use a good review quote. So, if we're selling those quotes... We now now have a business incentive to make more of our reviews good. And guess what? That's how you get IGN. (laughs) Where every game is a 9 out of 10 or an 8 out of 10. Nobody ever releases a bad game. And as long as they give us early access so we get a milk content out of it, we'll say any old shit. So this model is deeply fucking flawed anyway so i knew when this broke i mean shit i don't even know when this was like it wasn't that long though and it says it was saved on the 4th of october so i mean you're talking like 25 days i thought it was a little bit longer than that but fuck man i mean the, the news cycle just never ends right so you just slap 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 but that is not a good sign of a business. That is, that is, that is a sales team straight, like cold calling as well, like straight hustling motherfuckers for scratch. Bad signs guys. And you know, I think probably what happened is when they purchased all of these websites, this was part of their model about how to save the business. And this is not the way you want to go. It's terrible optics at best. It's, uh, unethical at worst. So that came out, right? But don't worry. Um, (laughs) <laughs> the next thing that happened, uh, let me just get this uh, Daily Beast article, I think I had it on my uh, laptop, um, well, oh, uh, a while back, right, this was, when was this actually, let me get the date for you. So you can get the chronology. Because this stuff with Deadspin didn't just happen in like the last 24 hours, right? In August, there was some crazy shit going down over at Deadspin. And again, they were culling staff left and right. So a manager got got cut uh, or quit... And then on the way out, bla- like, did one of them like Twitter storms? So I'll just read you this, right? Deadspin editor in chief Megan Greenwall is leaving the site, and she blasted its leadership on the way out in an interview with the Daily Beast. You may remember that a few weeks ago, Deadspin ran an in-depth critical expose of the new owners of their parent company, Go Media, singling out CEO Spanfella in particular. Yes, guys. Yes, you heard it right. <laughs> okay, when they got bought. Deadspin decided to do a negative expose on the new owners of the website, which, by the way, was left up. (laughs) I've never heard of anything like it in all my fucking years. Never heard of anything like that. And this is what they all leaving out when they're crying on Twitter today. They leaving all of it out, right? And saying, oh, you know, stick to sports, stick to sports. You were hostile from the fucking get-go with the new owners. You antagonized them. Let's read some of the shit, by the way, in this article. Still up. Still up, friends. Let's go there. Right? Right? This is how things now at work. Uh, this is how things work now at GeoMedia. Get strobed. Right? So in this, it talks about the previous owners and how it's been doomed. Right? And now they, they take over and this Jim Spanfella guy, uh, the one from Forbes, I'm pretty sure. Um, and they, they start talking about how the guy is like uniquely unqualified to run the website. <laughs> That's what this all is. Right? Spanfeller, a man who is regularly and perhaps euphemistically referred to in press accounts as a digital media veteran, has so far hired a slew of his former colleagues at Forbes.com, where he was CEO from 2001 to 2009 and Playboy. These are fine publications, by the way. uh, You could do a lot worse. Where he was a senior vice president from 89 to 93. These include a senior vice president of marketing who last week wrote a baffling reader satisfaction survey for Deadspin at Spanfeller's behest. What's baffling about wanting to know if your readers are satisfied with your content, guys? Like, stop me if I'm if I'm being silly here. He actually wanted to know what your readers think of your work. What an asshole! No worries, Gustopher uh, Nje. I appreciate it. Thanks for swinging by, man. Right, so. It's baffling. It's baffling to these people why an executive would want to know if his customers essentially are satisfied. It's baffling. It's baffling. Um, A sales executive who sources say appears unable to give an effective sales pitch. How would you even print that? Sources say? I mean, you work at the same company. So like what? Internal sources? Previous sources? Like what sources? Again, just so y'all know, journalistic standards, uh, you know, and I've probably let this slip a few times, but I own my bullshit because I'm not a delusional narcissist like these guys, right? Sources say isn't enough. Source, you know, sources who have worked with him in previous jobs, a source internally to fucking Gizmodo, you know, whatever it is, you have to tell me where the source is coming from at least. That's, that's the minimal expectation of sourcing, Right? And an editorial director who repeatedly attempted to kill the reporting process for this story. Yeah, an editor in a new job at a website tried to stop you doing an expose on the people that just bought your website, which could have been pulled and y'all could have been fired. Yeah. Yeah. You know editors have this thing like a duty of care A responsibility, not just to the fucking readers But to the staff, to the business It's why editors have ulcers It's why editors keep bottles of fucking bourbon Under the fucking desk and start drinking Earlier and earlier and earlier Until they can't tell where the nights ended And the mornings begin And I know, cause I've held those fucking jobs When you are literally responsible Not just for your fucking job, my precious You're responsible for everyone associated with a website Cause no website, no jobs And content is meant to be king and driving it and you've got to get up every morning and know that why do you think i went on war with fucking reddit why do you think i went on war with reddit because they were deleting my shit and every time they deleted my shit that was quarter of a million views that weren't coming in that weren't coming in for my fucking people i weren't doing it for my ego i was doing it so the guys that had kids would keep their fucking jobs and that's how an editor needs to think you don't criticize an editor for what's doing right for the publication that's madness These men and others who now hold C-suite positions at the company were each hired without a public recruitment process and several were installed over high-ranking women who had been successfully performing those jobs at the company for years. So again... Right? I mean, first of all, in some states it is illegal just to just appoint into a job without a public notification. But the idea that a guy who worked at Forbes doesn't know that, you what you do is you put a you put a public ad out. This is how they get around it in the business. So I'll drop some knowledge on you about this, because I know companies that have done this. They give you the job and then they put like just before you start, they put an they put an ad somewhere where no one's gonna see it. They bury it. And then they go, Well, we did publicly advertise it. It was on Craigslist though. And, and that's good enough to satisfy the legal standard in the States where it is illegal. But then also as well, the assumption that just because a woman's got tenure at a company, they should get a promotion over somebody externally. That's monstrously arrogant. I can't speak to the candidates or their experience, but I do know that that is some biased ass bullshit right there. Best candidate for the job. But that's usually dictated to by the bosses. If you think there's some systemic sexism going on, do your expose on that. Don't just insinuate. Prove it. In one case, sources say Spanfeller did offer to promote a woman to run human resources, but on the condition she fire another woman at the company as her first order of business. Spanfeller denies this claim. So you can see immediately how inflammatory this is. They call out, uh, officers at name uh, by name, people who are, p- are problematic ob- about the new hires. They complain about how Spanfeller isn't living up to his diversity and inclusion. Now, let me tell you if Spanfeller was as bad as what they're saying this piece just gets pulled i ain't reading it to you now you never see it but again just the just the monstrous delusion that it takes right your company was going under you weren't gonna have a job a company came in and bought the company that was failing to help you keep your job and your first order of business is to sit down and write about what pieces of shit they are come on that is some entitled bullshit, like I can't get my head round, I can't get my head round it, like that, that you're that entitled, you live that much in a bubble, so anyway, we'll get back to when the person that put this out fucking left, um, because it's just, I just had to show you that, because that's how fucking mind-blowing it is, in and of itself, like I've never seen that, In, in, uh, my my history of journalism. Now, and there ain't nothing wrong, by the way, with telling the truth. If these people have stuff to answer for, but, like, doing it on the publication while you're taking their money, taking their paychecks, there's a little bit of of hypocrisy there. Why not resign and then write this? If you want to be principled. You know, that's, that's just the journalist fucking credo, man. They just want to have their cake and fucking eat it. At all times. So, anyway... Uh, Greenwell said in an interview with a Daily Beast media reporter Maxwell Tanny that Spanfeller's email regarding that report was a factor in her decision to leave. In the email Spanfeller said he was greatly concerned about the objectivity and core intentions of this piece. I think they're valid concerns because there was a lot of innuendo a lot of insinuation, not a lot of proof a lot of uh, de- defamation essentially without any substantial evidence attached to it um, certainly none that you showed And question the editorial standards of Deadspin's editors. Again, valid questions that I myself would be asking. You can't call me a corporate bootlicker, but this is just straight-up reality. Like, what did you think was going to happen? The CEO alleged that the piece was pre-written with its conclusions and that any responses he would have given would have been merely window dressing. While he did not specifically name any individuals, Spanfeller singled out both the Deadspin reporter and the editor-in-chief. I'm making the gamble that Deadspin will be better off once the team leader is someone the leader of the company wouldn't feel the need to smear in front of 400 people, Greenwell said. Greenwell said she's heartbroken about having to leave. I've been repeatedly undermined lied to, and gaslit in my job. I mean, again, these guys only bought it in April. Like, how much can they fucking do here? Another factor in her decision to leave was the concern that leadership refused to guarantee editorial independence for Deadspin and asked for the site to stick to sports. This is in August. The Daily Beast in the Washington Post received a statement from editorial director Paul Maidman that said, We are laser-focused on serving Deadspin readers, sports, and everything related to sports. Our former editor had a different vision, and we wish her well in future endeavors. Thanks for the $8.40 attorney Phil. Thank you, sir. Greenwell announced earlier this afternoon her last day is August 23rd. And she bailed. Um, and then like somebody put out a statement saying we we, uh, we, wish, we wish her well in her future endeavours and petulantly, she said, I uh, still work here, lol. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't contradict it. That doesn't contradict it at all. You fucking petulant, pathetic, petty child. It doesn't contradict it at all. I wish you well in the future, but I'm here now. Yeah, it's not the future, then, is it, you dumb bitch? What the fuck you're talking about? These attention-seeking fucking babies, man. They're gonna talk down to you. Call you a fucking man-child. Are you fucking real. By the way, I do just want to show off my fucking Oakland t-shirt. Check this out. I got, like, one of them, uh, De Los Muertes... Day of the Dead or whatever, fucking Oakland style. Get ready for fucking football season, because we three and four. We should have beat them fucking Texans. Ugh. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I've got my flag up there too, I think, if I move out the way you see it. Can't really see that usually because of my thing, but anyway. So this stick to sports thing, by the way, it ain't new, it ain't new, they were told in August, bare minimum, new ownership, new plans, right about sports, this is true, let me see if I can dig out this study I found when I was doing about it, um, well shit, I ain't got to tell you about uh, too much about it. You remember you remember um there was like loads of people walking away from the NFL cuz they were sick about the whole kneeling thing. I think that's dumb. I think that's stupid. I think let people kneel. You don't even need highlight it or make it a thing. But people were sick of it. People, a lot of traditional sports fans, right. You work all week, you hustle, you break your back. It gets to the weekend, do you know what you want to do? You want to get in your fucking recliner, you want to get in your big old lazy boy Your beat up old chair that it looks like shit, it don't fit none of the furniture in the room But you've kept it every time you've moved, it's the one surviving piece of furniture Every goddamn time, you had it like 10-15 years, and it's just so goddamn comfortable And you kick it up, you put that fucking switch there, and you get into a recliner mode And you get a fucking cold beer, and it's got one of them handles there, and you fucking put it in And it's, it's fucking Sunday it's Sunday, the holiest of fucking days. While all them dumb motherfuckers are at church, you've got your own church here in your living room. A big screen TV and fucking 12 hours of fucking sports. And I can just forget about the world for that 12 hours and just melt into a world of numbers and QBs and, and fucking yardage and, and injuries and fucking, you know, see how the league's panning out. And i got to get up tomorrow uh, so I can't have too many is, or maybe i do go to work with a bad head but i got it right like this is my day this is my fucking day people want that you see The average sports fan is that guy who works hard, breaks his fucking back, and just wants one day without the kids screaming, without having to go to a fucking yard sale or a walk or a picnic. You know what I mean? Like, or go go meet the family or whatever the fuck it is. Like, just one day, a sacred day where we can just tune the fuck out. It's the only way to stay sane in a world that is just fucking grinding you down six days a week. Do I get half a day? Apparently, I can't have half a day. Journalist says so. I want to click on a website and just read, like, you know, how did Tom Brady do? I missed that game. I was out. I was asleep. Fell asleep in my big comfy chair because I didn't get much sleep on Saturday because I was playing with the kids. Can I just have a read? Can I read a match review? And right in the middle of the fucking match review, well, we all know Tom Brady's problematic because of his relationship with Donald Trump. And actually, the Patriots were one of the few teams that did agree to go to the White House. And there's pictures of Tom Brady in a Marga hat there, and you're like, fuck no! No, not today! You got six days to beat me down with your bullshit can i get sunday that's sports fans you see that was the whole reason why the fucking whole kneeling thing was pissing people off it wasn't even that people disagreed with the position and they remember i'm saying they're stupid right but they didn't disagree with the position they just didn't want it there at all (laughs) you know because it's like it's meant to be the thing it's meant to be the retreat the escape if you don't fundamentally understand that you probably shouldn't be in a you shouldn't be a sports writer you shouldn't be one. The end. You want to write about politics? There's a fucking queue a mile long of fucking deadbeat dropout hacks who just want to fucking lie because they think it's heroic to lie. Now, go join them. Hit the fucking bricks, man. Or if you want to stay and give me an insightful piece on why Aaron Rodgers is fucking overrated, or you know how it was the Chicago Bears managed to fucking throw that game, or you, what, write it. I'll read it. I care about that shit. I want to read that shit. So anyway, the key thing, remember here, is that's what they're trying to sell you today, right? Because they they can't help themselves. They always got to lie. They're trying to lie to you now and tell you that this stick to sports thing, it came out of left field. They didn't know it was coming, that it's really, really unfair nah you got told if you want to keep your jobs this is how we do things now and like i said right back at the start of the stream if you're working a fucking job and you get told i want this you don't say i don't care what you want because i know what's good you don't keep a job like that you better have options so let's get to uh what went down uh today Uh, And that was They they put this memo out And it was a reminder So keep in mind You saw there yourself With your own eyes Listening to my beautiful Dulcet tones They were told back in August But now they got a leaked memo Right The leaked memo came out today Because all the staff Are getting uppity And they're outraged Because one guy got fired For not doing his job So here it is In the Daily Beast Geomedia tells Deadspin uh, Staff In leaked memo Stick to sports deadspin's new bosses have ordered uh, have issued an order to the website look at the language as well by the way look how biased it is like it ain't the military (laughs) they ain't issuing an order they're telling you how to do your job they're your employers employers don't issue orders you know what i mean like that's a military term they're trying to make it sound like it's really unfair and it's a really harsh environment yeah do not cover anything other than sports in a Monday memo to staff, Geo Media editorial director Paul Maidman told the employees of the site, which primarily covers sports, but also frequently writes about media, politics, and culture, yet frequently off the books, which it shouldn't be doing because it's a sports vertical, to abstain from stories that do not have an explicit link to sports. To create as much great sports journalism as we as, as we can requires a 100% focus of our resources on sports, and it will be the sole focus. Deadspin will write only about sports and that which is relevant to sports in some way. Now, guys, remember... This is a channel where every day I get up and whenever I stream, what am I doing? I'm raging about corporations and the lies and the bullshit and the fucking spin and how they're all just money-grubbing cunts and they just want to fuck you over and they'll tell you anything to get your money and they'll pretend anything to get your money. Like Gillette. Hey, let's do it. Can we make money by saying men are all shit inherently? Yeah, let's give it a try. Whoops. We're not so woke. We've got the word Gillette plastered over women's asses at formula one whoops we're talking about children having a better time our parent company uses child labor whoops well we'll just have to do an ad saying sorry guys men are great and you'll all come back because you got a fucking five second memory span I rage about that shit all the time. I rage about that shit all the time because I need my audience to know where I'm at and I need y'all to know where you, I think you need to be at. You don't have to follow this prescribed, I'm not trying to solve all the problems of your life. I'm just trying to make you think about things and most of you already get it. Some of you maybe don't and it makes you think. Some of you, you probably think you're just an obnoxious, preachy cunt and I'm out. All of that's fine. The idea, I got called a bootlicker today. We'll get to that. I got called like I was some sort of corporate bootlicker. It makes no sense. That critique doesn't hold up. So I ask you, again, to create as much great sports journalism as we can requires a 100% focus of our resources on sports, and it will be the sole focus. Deadspin will only write about sports and that which is relevant to sports in some way. What is wrong with that as a mandate for a sports website? if anybody can give me a fucking answer to that, I'm down. It's just not unreasonable. If you don't want to write about sports, what are you posing as a sports writer for? Why'd you get up and do it? Why do you go? Ah, fuck, man. I don't even like watching football. But then again... What if Trump turns up? What if Pence is in the crowd? I could really about that. Follow your passion. Y- you know, don't be a hack with this shit. Because, because again, you think it's about you because you're a journalist and a narcissist. It's about your audience. It's about your website. It's about all the people that are tied into that. Your work, right, definitely can make a difference if you've got the ability. But even if it's not important work, escapism is important. Even if it's just throw away, you know. I'm, I'm, I ain't talking about sticking game fucking controllers up your ass, but you know. Giving somebody a good piece of insight into a breakdown of a basketball game or a sport, helping them understand the sport more, giving them a report on something they missed, giving them some fresh insight into a moment that maybe they didn't catch because it was one of the many commercials, so they went and got some pretzels. That has value, guys. That does have value. Lecturing. A, a potential sports reader about well, there's concentration camps at the border. No, there's no concentration camp on the NFL field. There's no, you know, and there's no concentration camp in the NBA until China takes over. I want to just talk about that. I just want to read about that. You don't get it. That is one of the most reasonable corporate statements for a sports website I have ever seen. They ain't saying you can't be critical of the NFL. They ain't doing what ESPN did, by the way. You'll notice these journalists. They are fucking hypocrites, man. All of them. Sickens me. I know some of these guys. I don't know. Maybe I should start staging interventions and trying to figure out which ones can actually be saved and which ones are worth my time. Because I sit down and talk to these motherfuckers, and I probably gotta stop. Because they, they're they fucking alien to me, man. Like, I, I, I got nothing in common. ESPN. ESPN came out and said explicitly when talking about the NBA's relationship with China, don't talk about Chinese politics because we don't think it's related. Process that! process that don't talk about the nba's relationship with china Uh, you know when talking about the NBA's relationship with china don't talk about chinese politics because it ain't related fucking not one of these cunts not one of these cunts went nuts about it didn't say a fucking word sports website tells writers to write about sports it's the end of the world sports website tells journalists don't talk about fundamentally important things because they relate to china no one cares because it ain't it ain't about jobs it's nonsense guys it's nonsense these guys just want to write whatever they fucking want whatever thought pops into their dull unimaginative fetal alcohol syndrome brains and they just want to fucking put it on a page and feel good about themselves and they think you're gonna click on it and make it's gonna make them enough money that they're gonna retire nah dudes like enough's enough man i've been too nice about this shit that's been my whole problem I've, i've been i kept thinking if i changed And like just calmed down and simmered down and didn't hammer them. I had people behind the scenes, like people I know, like because I know people who work for all of these websites. They like me. I'm a likable guy in person, (laughs) you know? So they're they're telling me, oh, you should probably de-escalate with some of these other journalists that like are always criticizing you for awards and stuff. If you just de-escalate, they'll leave you alone and they'll move on to another target. That's how they all operate, right? Now, fuck de-escalation. You all need to lose your jobs. You need to be homeless. Like, it's the only way to give you some perspective at this point. It sounds brutally harsh. Like, and a lot of people go, well, I'd never wish for anyone to lose their jobs. Nah, you need to spend some time on the streets like I did. I was out, I was on the streets at 16. I was, I, I was on the streets at 16. Literally, I had to live in a drug den. I had to fucking, and then after that, I had to live in a shed with stolen electricity in it. With fucking spiders crawling over me and rain coming through the roof. I had to do all of that before I got to university. So, you ain't got the perspective I've got about how to make make money. You don't know how lucky you got it being able, right? For me, if you'd have come to me at 17, 18, when I'd got myself so convinced I was scum that I was going to have to join the military and get blown up to fucking go secure oil for a big fucking company or get killed by an Irish car bomb to fucking flex for the Queen. Right, I was so fucking jacked up on that bullshit. Right, if you'd have co- if you'd have come and told me, listen, you can write for minimum wage about anything you want, and and that's a guarantee, I I wouldn't have believed you. I'd have thought you were trying to molest me or something. I can't, I I could never have conceived of that as an opportunity. You all got it every fucking goddamn day of your lives. And you still have to complain and rock the boat and talk about how bad you got it. It makes me sick, mate, because I'm not from the same world as you. I try and hide it. I talk with a fucking, I talk with a bit of a different voice. I put on my broadcast accent. I try and focus on how middle class I am. Nah, mate, fuck that. I ain't doing that no more. It's ridiculous. Like, the, the real me, the real me is, is, is a fucking, is a guy that's had some real fucking hardships. It's from like one of the worst parts of Britain. Like, y'all can't connect with me you fucking journalists. Like, you don't understand. I'm just better than you. Cause I pulled myself out of a situation you couldn't live in now, let alone living as a child. So fuck y'all talking about that. Y'all need to get told. So I'ma say it just for real, y'all need in your fucking twenties, where by the way, you better equipped, cause you try being a fucking 16 year old boy and having people fiending on you and fucking heroin addicts threatening you with fucking needles and people trying to make you suck their dicks and shit, right? Yeah, You try having that growing up at 16, Try having some of that now, friends. It ain't good. You don't know. You got a fucking gift. You got a fucking ticket to the, you know what I mean? The big show. And you're crying. It's fucking, it's unreal. Couldn't live one day in my life. Couldn't live one day with the memories of my life. And I'm telling you, you fucking straight lucky in ways that you cannot even conceive of. And you're gonna you're gonna stand there and cry because a sports website tells you to write about sports. Like I can't I can't do this anymore. You need to spend some time living it rough. I hope you all get cut. I hope this website goes under. And I can and I'll tell you this: no traditional sports website gonna pick you up. Deadspin was always alternative, always on the fringe. You ain't gonna go work at Barstool. By the way, you'll notice you'll call Barstool like evil, bad people. Barstool straight killing it. Barstool straight killing it, making money, no chance of layoffs. You can all do your little fucking joke about Dave Portnoy being a cook or whatever you have to do to get through. Barstool killing it, deadspin going under. How you feel? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it no more. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm not. Like, fuck it. I I don't want to play nice with these people. I don't want to pretend I'm like them. I ain't like them. I'm better than them. But anyway, let's get back to this. uh This was the memo. This was the memo. Where such subjects on uh, touch on sports, they are fair game for Deadspin. So think about the leeway that gives you. Like I see Scoots in the chat. He talked about it earlier. Said straight up, right? Like, you know, Trump getting booed at a baseball game. I don't know if you need three articles about it. Think that's excessive. Uh, obviously, it's all the fucking Orange Man bad shit shoehorned. I don't need your thoughts on the Al daddy killing because you're just a fucking, you know, wannabe fake sports journalist. So I don't know what insight you would have into the situation. Okay? But like, you could write about that. You could write about that. So is that not enough? They complained. Where such subjects touch on sports, they are fair game. Where they do not, they are not. We have plenty of other sites that write about politics, pop culture, the arts, and the rest, and they're the appropriate place for such work. Understand, my friends, that the big evil man that the dead spin staff are crying about—he ain't even saying you w- w- you can't write about it. He's just saying you can't write about it here. You could say, "Listen, bro, I you know I ain't about this sports life. Can I get a transfer?" To one of the other websites where I can write about what I want and he's going to go, yep, might take a while, soon as there's an opening, we'll put you in. Can you write about sports for now? And you go, you know what? Yeah, that's a compromise. You couldn't even behave like a fucking adult. You couldn't even behave like an adult. Talking about all these man children. Man babies. Oh, Richard, look at him. He's raging. He's mauling. There's something wrong with him. We're obsessed with his Twitter feed. Look how bad he is. Y'all, like, this is your mindset. You want it all, whatever the fuck you are right, and you want no criticism, no matter how bad you are at it, and you want unlimited money, no fucking risk, it's pathetic, guys, it's pathetic, school's out, digital media's dying, your websites are dying, I'm gonna tell you this, and it's the best thing you'll ever hear, get used to cutthroat shit from now on, especially with this law that's coming out in california that is gonna cut freelance work to the bone that's one coast down by the fucking way you're gonna move to new york good fucking luck. learn how to fucking create value learn how to fucking last in an industry you can't i did i did it by myself i can never work again tomorrow i got money in the fucking bank i could start my own website tomorrow do you know why people care about my shit cuz i got 15 years doing it and doing it right. Not one of you can say that. And you th- you think you deserve it all laid out? Fuck you. Deadspin. Start my own website. I got my own website. I just don't pimp it out. I could fucking do whatever i want. Like, straight up, like, what? You think, if you think I can't call somebody up tomorrow from a real newspaper? You want to hire me to be your head of your eSports division? You think I haven't turned them jobs down? You think I did an interview with ESPN? You know what I mean? Like, fuck, guys, listen, you don't understand. Like, for all the people who say I'm a cunt, cunt or no cunt, best in the business, best in the game, biggest source network, biggest stories, year after year, actually knows how to host live TV, built up a YouTube channel as a fucking hobby on the side. Like, right? Worked in production. Actually trained as a journalist. Like, fuck, man. Mans be biting my hands off. Deadspin has often featured important politics and media articles, often in a subvertical titled The Concourse, and has poked fun at criticism of its decision to write about other non sports topics even selling stick to sports merchandise on its site. Again, very good, isn't it? Y- your bosses are so evil. They let you antagonize them by selling stick to sports merchandise on the website where they told you explicitly to stick to sports and you refused to do it. And you mocked them by selling t-shirts, stick to sports. Hey, King lad, I ain't better than you. I'm better than them. That's, that's the difference. I ain't talking about you, I don't know about you I know about them not, it's not, this, ain't, this ain't a flex on y'all I'm Nothing without my audience, you think I don't know that These guys don't know that, I know that But non-sports coverage has often been a traffic booster for the site. Sources have told the Daily Beast that, among other articles, writer David Roth's political commentary often tops the site's most read articles, as has writer Drew McGarry's annual haters' guide to the Williams-Sonoma holiday catalogue. So, again, we come back to this. If that work is so good and it's getting all them clicks, go to one of the other websites that writes about that. The problem you've got is, you isolate the audience that comes to your website for sports. Isolate it. You you isolate them. They fucking don't want to read that. If they wanted to read that, they click on the website where that should be at. It's just that simple. I, it's, yeah. it's insane. It's insane. So let's go to the bit where the guy leaves. You're not even going to believe this. Like You want to see some fucking maudlin, pathetic... Like nonsense, check this Here we go. So Barry Pache. Alright. This is what was going down today. This is why we're talking about it on this stream today. This is why everyone's flipping their shit today. We haven't even got to Kotaku. This is just Deadspin. Here he is, Barry Picheski. Right? Hi! I've just been fired from Deadspin for not sticking to sports. 29th of October. Who fucking knew? You've only been told since August, by the way, to do it. Right? And then look at this. Pete Blackburn, right, watch all these blue checks and I'm gonna show you where they come from and look at the fucking self congratulatory, oh it's tragic, it's tragic it's tragic you got told to do something specifically as part of your job and you refused and now there's consequences what's the world coming to, the goober grapers are taking over, it's the most delusion, like, this will make you sick, this will make you sick, and yes, of course Course because he's a blue check journalist yeah look at that he did tweet that 13 years ago he did didn't he and he gets away with it see His 13 year old tweets they don't matter, my 13 year old tweets, my 9 year old blog that's fair game, blackmail him cancel him, oh wait, a journalist fucking said rape's okay right, well we gotta stand by that guy better stand by that guy, he's one of us don't you get, it's a cartel it's a fucking cabal don't you understand, you can't trust any of it anymore, it's rotten we let these cunts come in and invite their friends, and their friends, but they control information they control what you read they control narratives what you don't think one or two of them might start lying And because they all love each other and they're all getting fucked up on the huff of their own fucking farts You all don't think they're all gonna start telling the same lies. That's what's been going on for fucking minimum five years That was just me paying attention These people will never hold their own accountable. It's like corrupt doctors. Like when a doctor fucking sews you up and he leaves a tool inside you, ain't no other doctor ever gonna come out and go, yeah, actually, I fucking saw that operation. He was out of control, he was drunk. I saw him getting pissed in a car park before he fucking come and done it. They never do, they pull rank. Every time a teacher fucking beats a kid, all the other teachers never saw nothing. Every time a priest fucking molests a kid, all the other priests are like, well, we don't know. Vatican swoops in, pays their legal bills, pulls them out, Sends him to the Vatican. Hell, I don't even know where he is. He can't even be deposed anymore. They actively cover up. They cover for their own. Journalists are no different. They're a corrupt entity. They're a corrupt entity. Here we go, another one. Right? Senior staff writer. Vice. Vice. Pete Blackburn, CBS, sports, bullshit. Anna Merlin, Vice Jezebel Village Voice. You're a real one, Barry, and we're here for you. Helen Rosner. A feminist who writes for the New Yorker. A quote an anti a quote to make Ben Shapiro look bad. Right? This guy, blue check doesn't tell you what website he's for i could find out why again why somebody with no bio don't, like no one even knows who they are verified verified who's impersonating this cunt this cunt don't want to be this cunt this cunt has to wake up every day and be this cunt and he fucking hates being this cunt which is why he's pulling himself into this shit who the fuck's this guy to which address can i send a box of turds in retaliation for all this Right, Mark Dyson. There, fuck that guy. Greg Wisniewski, senior NHL writer at ESPN. I am so sorry. God damn it. Virgil Hexus, senior political analyst for Chapo Trap House. Right. Oh, did a sports spaw- happen? I don't even know what that is. I'm not even going to pretend to know. Right new york times tech reporter jim turd fella messed up big this week again remember these guys are upset that his employer told him to do his job they're crying about it they're pulling rank they're fucking coming together they're trying to say that the person that signs his check is wrong to ask him to produce the work he wants the money for now understand by the way because i didn't say this earlier and i should have said it sooner right if a publication came to me and I, and I gave them a hot fucking story about Activision Blizzard, like, yo, they're selling organs to ch- to China. Thanks for the $5 to Tyler. I appreciate it, man. Um, they're selling organs to China. They ta- when over, It's in the Overwatch contract that every Overwatch player has to give away a kidney, right? And, and I published that story and DeSerto said to me, yo, Rich, we ain't publishing that because Activision Blizzard will pull our press pass. I'd say, right... Well, fuck you, you spineless maggots. I'm going to take this report to someone who will publish it. And then when no one publishes it, I'll publish it my goddamn self. And you fucking come at me and let us I'll see you in court, right? Because that's how real journalists think about things. Right, I ain't talking about that. I ain't talk. They're not refusing to publish what they write on the basis they don't want the truth out there or it's going to harm their corporate interests. They're refusing to publish what they write because it's got nothing to do with the website they write for. It's not the same. Right? Okay. Spin this, senior editor over at Vice. I'll say it. And then they link to... I don't know why AOC is going to fucking ride in and save everybody. This is how they think. This... Oh, God. This is one of the worst tweets in this fucking chain. Right? Like, look at this. I'll say it. <laughs> hey, AOC. Yesterday, Barry called out a contract violation. And today, he was fired by GeoMedia. Now, today, Barry didn't do his job. And today, they t- said, listen, enough's enough if you're not doing your job. Right? Right? Help us, AOC. Help us. You wrote a meaningless letter to Bobby Kotick. Help us. And the fucked up thing? I'll bet you dollars to donut. Dollars to donuts. Hands down now. Someone, someone, if anybody just like, I haven't even researched it. But I will put a strong wager on this. Susan Rinkinass has met AOC before. 100%. She'll be living in, like, fucking New York or something. She'll know her, or she'll know somebody who knows her. You know what I mean? That's, fuck them. They're all all tied. It's a big, it's like a a fucking rat king. You know, when all the shit ties all the tails together, and they're all just screeching and scratching and clawing. That's politics and journalism. A rat king, all tied together with fucking shit. That's all it is. Mike Madden, deputy editor for the Post Outlook, editor of Post Everything, apparently writes for the Washington Post, that's really terrible news for Deadspin readers, please let me know if you'd ever like to write for the Washington Post. These people, there's no consequences, there's no consequences because they all pull rank. That's the Washington Post that yesterday said al-Baghdadi, leader of ISIS, isn't a coward because he killed himself. Rather than face justice for his crimes just to own the orange man Hey, do you want to come and write for the Washington Post because our reputations in the toilet by the way Washington Post Jeff Bezos Amazon. I know they own twitch. I'm never I'm never gonna stop banging on how shit you are now You were the motherfuckers that took down Nixon through honest reporting incredible sourcing and hard work When I fucking wanted to become a journalist. I saw the movie as a kid like all the king's men And it fucking changed my life, and I always knew in the back of my mind that if fiction didn't work out, I'd probably go and do that thing. Because you can hold people accountable, and you can make a difference, and you can give people who need a voice a voice. What the Washington Post is now is a fucking disgrace. You pissed all over its legacy, you go to new depths every fucking day. And I don't give a fuck if you own Twitch, or own anything else, straight fuck you. You should be embarrassed with what the Washington Post has become. So just saying. Let's keep going, because, trust me, plenty of self-congratulate you all. Oh, here's Molly Knight. Well, who do you work for? The Athletic LA. Ugh. Ugh. We noticed that gamers were appropriating OOF, so we stopped saying it, and now we've got ugh <laughs> Look at this. Maddie Stone. Science journalist, founder of Earther, former science editor for Gizmodo. Hey, you are a hero. Oh fucking hero. A fucking hero. A fucking hero. Friends, like come on, like are you fucking? Are you? Is this? Is this? Am I in hell? Did I die? Is this my punishment for the way I lived? To read garbage like that? a fucking hero for getting fired for not doing his job. Corey Stamper. Works for the Fiat Lex podcast. I mean, very high level. Very high. I don't even know what any of that is. Why would I? These fucking... What about this? Brian Seeking New Order. Oh yeah, that's that's uh, Khrichenteb. I think I know that guy. Former Kotaku founder. Um, This is fine. Yeah, it is fine. It is fine to fire people for not doing their jobs. Yeah, it is. Gabriel Marcotti, ESPN senior writer. Really sorry, man. Enjoyed your work. Don't worry, you can read it in the Washington Post because one hand washes the other. There'll never be accountability for you. Hell, I bet if we went through and, and actually found all the stories where this guy had published, like, oh, I don't know, demonstrable lies or stuff that was well outside of his remit or speculation, I, I bet there'd be a ton. I bet there'd be a ton. i just done a ton of research on this. I just literally went, right? I, 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 I've got to tell you about this for when this video comes. no no no, save it to the end I'll save it to the end it can be a segue you won't even believe it guys you won't even believe how many uh, uh, instances where you just go through an average journalist's career and it's just lies and they just get away with it there's never accountability I I could never conceive of that I was always told when I was at university studying it that if you ever got anything like horrifically wrong your career would be, be over so always like dot the i's cross the t's now it's just like I can just make shit up I can just literally make shit up and no one cares like, I, it's mind blowing. It's so insane what journalism is these days. Who else have we got? Uh, Luke Bonner, NBCS, Boston, hang in there. Like, is there not one journalist in the world besides me that maybe should, like, has the thought process? Why couldn't you just write about sports? Is there not one of you? Video director, New York mag, what the fuck is happening over there? It's called firing employees that don't deliver on what they're contracted to do. It's standard. Uh, Again, I recommend that, you know, because some of your friends will be working there soon. Go to a Subway and see what happens if you don't want to make someone a sandwich go stand in watch watch it tell the person i'm not making you a sandwich not not doing it i don't feel like doing a sandwich today now if you want me to make you a delicious for a tartar we can go to my house i'll knock one up right see how that plays out see how it plays out you get fired also as well the top article on deadspin at the time woman furiously furiously shits on floor of tim hortons that can't even be real that can't even be real but you know it's real that can't even be real but it is real that's what deadspin is serving up to its sports fans and this guy's like going we shouldn't have to stick to sports st john bond smith from the houston chronicle for fuck's sake patrick johnston province sports and the Vancouver sun. I'm a long way away, but I got your back. Keep doing what you're doing. It's a cabal. It's a cartel. They all pull together. Even when people are wrong, inarguably wrong. I'm so sorry to hear it, Barry from min max games freelance at fanbite. The piece of shit that employs the piece of shit that fucking blackmailed me. Based on a blog post, how's that working for you by the way, have I have, I, have I bowed, have I started crying, or have I just got crazier, yeah? am I just going to come after you, am I going to make sure that my fucking lawyers get you for the outrageous shit you said, let's have a look eh, let's see how it pans out, because I know you're watching the VOD, I know you and your little boyfriend are watching the VOD right now, yeah, I got you, I got you fam, don't worry, don't worry. Open and shut defamation case. Can't wait. You live in Brooklyn, yo. I don't. Let's see who's got the fucking money. Who else we got? Ernie Smith. Don't know you. But appreciate your work over the years. The internet has your back. Well, very nice of you. Uh, Ernie Smith from Red Tedium, Read Tedium, and Manifest Agency, and Motherboard Contributor. Right? Very, very good. Very very good of you. Just assume the internet has his back. Nice. Jim Locke from Fox 5. Maddening. It's maddening. Consequences. There you were, just an innocent journalist refusing to work. Of course, Eugene Goo coming in my upcoming series, Resistance Incorporated, one of the most mentally disturbed men on the internet. Eugene Goo pretended to be his own fucking girlfriend to get in with another girl. I, dude, it's it, his story's insane. His story's insane. He has a. He used to have a picture of him taking a knee and doing this and saying that he's fighting Donald Trump. By the way, by virtue of being a man who should have been struck off for mental health problems, because I would not trust this guy to operate on anybody, 310,000 followers, just for being that guy. You, wait till you see the video I do on that guy. Wait till you see the video I do on that guy. You wouldn't even believe it. You wouldn't even believe it. And again, these are your associates, are they? These are the people batting for you. A man who pretended to be a woman to harass another woman while being a doctor. A guy who tried to fucking sue Donald Trump and fucking failed. Brilliant. No, no, Willis Aronovitz. Sex and love at Teen Vogue. Also got to work at the New York Times and Vice and The Cut. Oh my God, fuck this. Oh my God, it's so harsh. It's so unreasonable. Harrison Webb Er, writer, repped by WGA East, whatever that is. I guess it's a fucking piece of shit writer's fucking agency. We are behind you. Good to know. Also, as well, have you noticed, if you want to spot somebody who's absolutely fucked, someone whose box is absolutely fucking gone, have you noticed how they all changed their name in October to something like a play on word? Like, if my name was, like, Richard Buis, you would know my box is gone, and that, like, I am now fundamental, fundamentally, like, worthless as a person. Like, I'll tell you this. I went When I was going through my old tweets, when I was getting blackmailed, right, I was going through all my old shit and fucking like, okay, we're going to hermetically seal this now. Like, we're going to lock this down, right, Dracula's tomb this shit, and then we're going to come out swinging and we're going to start fighting back, right? So, I, I, I'd put a tweet out, like, in, oh, I don't even know what it was, like 2013 or something, where I went, it was nice of Twitter to assign everyone who is mentally ill with a pumpkin <laughs> instead of a blue checkmark, right? Right. And I'm just saying, guys, I'm just fucking saying, if I wasn't right, then I'm probably fucking right now, okay? These people, so just putting that out there, by the way, like, cause I used to tweet straight fire, I can't even do that no more, it ain't worth losing, it ain't even worth losing the Twitter account. Uh, where else we got? Do, 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 do. Trust me, there's more. There's always more like termites, these motherfuckers. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they ain't like termites. But you you get the point. Dozens of fucking journalists coming out and just being like, listen, dudes, this is so bad. It's like terrible. You got fired for refusing to do your job. <laughs> I don't know, Scott, man. If you, if you Listen, if you are called Sir Spooks, <laughs> if, if I click on now, is that real? Is that real, though? Alright, I'm looking, man. I'ma forgive you anyway, fam. But let's just see. Nah, you good. See, I knew. You, you normal. You normal, right? But yeah, yeah. I, if if you did have Sir Spooks in a pumpkin, I'd have just been like, listen, it's all good, man. You getting, you know, you older than everyone anyway. You get to do what the fuck you want, right? So <laughs> it's fine. You made fuck you money too. So who cares? Like, who cares what I say? Uh anyway, right, so let's, let's, let's wrap up, that's the dead spin that's the fucking dead spin, uh and I just wanna also, um underline, like, this stuff that's going on with Kotaku, everyone's talking about, like, it's some sort of syst- systemic, management failing, right, well, no so, here's what went down, today with Kotaku uh because because It's almost like people want to make money. It's almost like people want to make money, right? Um, I'm going to show you how absurd this gets. (sighs) Right. Turns out Kotaku stuck some horrific ads. Now, again, I never read their site. What are they going to teach me about games? What are they going to teach me about esports? What are they going to teach me about journalism? Real talk. Outside of Cecilia D'Anastasio, they ain't got shit. She's the jewel in the crown for me. Her work's good. She still won't follow me back on Twitter. She can't, you know, but we've talked. Um, she's not allowed, like if, if, if she was publicly seen to be following me on Twitter, that would be outrageous, but we talked a few times um, And I, I, I respect her work, and um, I respect her, so y- you know how it is But uh, anyway, like I don't check Kotaku on the reg, so apparently they started fucking running some bullshit like Adverts that were like old school, remember them ones when you first went on the internet? I mean, some of you Zoomers won't know about this shit But when you first went on the internet and it was like Wild West Gangland shit, you went on and it was like literally, like, smash this iPhone three times to win an iPhone. And like, you would move your cursor around the fucking thing and it would follow you. And every time you're like, well, I'll just smash the fucking iPhone then, I guess. You would hit it and it would go, Wah! and you would hit it again, Wah! and hit it again, Wah! like loud as fuck, deafening, couldn't escape it, right? Then you smash it and you're like, right, smash the iPhone, yeah. So I didn't win, right? But then everybody wins. So it then opens up another web page from the one you were on, and you had to go to that web page, and it would be like, put your address in, and, 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 and congratulations, you're the first person who wasn't dumb enough to smash an iPhone. That was literally following your mouse around. So you had all that shit, right? This is what gave birth to ad blocker. You know what I mean? Like, because people were just taking the motherfucking piss. Like, you couldn't, you 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 couldn't even go to a website without just getting hit with all sorts of, like, loud screamers, crazy ads and stuff. So, apparently, Kotaku were doing something similar. Like, apparently, there were some ads on the website now, which I didn't see, that were really bad. So, I don't approve of that. I think if you're gonna advertise to your fucking audience, you have a responsibility that your commercials, your advertisements from your partners aren't ridiculous like you know jump scares some motherfuckers don't keel over from a heart attack or here's Goatsey. like I don't need that all up in my face like I'll go look at Goatzee in my own time and I do every day check him out the patron saint of the shock site every day um it, it, just as a palate cleanser like i I'd, you know what I mean when I've just looked at this at the tweets of the average games journalist I just I put Goatsey on my second monitor and just stare into it and I go it's oh, better. I feel I feel so much better now. Like it's alright. You know what I mean? Anyway, the fucking the, the, the apparently these these ad, ads they had on the site was so fucking bad. They were so fucking bad bros. So they uh <laughs> the Kotaku staff without talking to the management put this article up. Not one staff member, bold enough to put their name on it. Because they're always tough in a pack. That's why they're a cartel. You remember that gang of kids that used to live down the fucking streets, right? And all of them were so individually weak, if you ever got them one-on-one, you would just break their fucking jaw. But they, they were never one-on-one. There was always at least eight of them, every time. <laughs> that's journalists (laughs) like you never get them by themselves you know what I mean you never get a one-on-one you never get a fair go like it's always just all of them all at once dogpiling on you yeah my real boys know so they put this article up right we have received a great deal of feedback from you our readers about the sound on autoplay videos that have been inundating our sites, So it's, it's portfolio wide. We want you to know that we hear you, that we take those complaints seriously, and that we, and look at this, this degree of separation. The writers, editors, and video producers of Kotaku are as upset with the current state of our site's user experience as you are. We think it's important to let you know that the editorial staff does not control the ad experience on the site and that we understand that Kotaku is nothing without its readers. So your complaints are our complaints. Editorial staffers at all levels of this company have made our concerns known in various conversations with the members of GeoMedia's senior leadership team. We think it'd be good for them to hear from you as well. So we invite you to submit feedback about our site's current user experience. This email address goes to GO Media's CEO. Yes, that's right, guys. They gave out their CEO's email address in a news article on their website that they didn't clear to publish. I mean, you know, what's the problem, right? What's the problem? What's the problem? <laughs> These people think they're the victims. Guys. I swear. It's mental. Like, honestly. They gaslight you, they gaslight me, they gaslight everybody, like... It's ridiculous. It's so insane. Like why not have like a why not? If you okay, if you're in an impasse, why not create like a neutral email for complaints, complaints at com and tell people to send their shit there, and then collate the best ones and the coherent ones because you're going to get a lot of spam. And you know, when you put your CEO's email address on the website, he's going to get a lot of spam. And then you take the best ones to them and you go, See, the user experience is really bad. And also, just to let you know, these are the 50 best examples that we came out with, but we got like 3,000 emails, you know, like. Why not, again, just handle it like adults. Handle your business like adults. Because whatever you think about them ads and how shit they are, they paying for you. They, you know, I can complain about them. I'm clicking on your site. We got no relationship beyond me wanting to read your shit. And if an ad stops me doing it, I just don't read your shit. So I can complain. I can bitch. But you know what those ads do? They line your pockets. So you might want to have a think. You might want to have a little think about how this works from a business perspective before you do what you do. This email address goes to G.O. Media CEO, editorial director, as well as the editors-in-chief of Deadspin, Gizmodo, Jalopnik, Jezebel, Kotaku, Lifehacker, and The Root. Please keep your comments respectful. (laughs) Wink, wink. Thank you for your patience and for your continued support of Kotaku. We remain determined to give you a site you want to visit. So they published this article without fucking running it by anybody they just threw it up there guess what happens next there's a reason I'm showing you an archive and it's not just because their fucking sites so full of fucking ads that it's going to strobe you all to death it, the reason I'm showing you the archive is it ain't fucking there anymore mate they fucking came in and they took it down because they had to because obvious they're like listen guys like this is a bit un-fucking-professional isn't it this is a bit unprofessional you know what i mean bit unprofessional like maybe dial that down so here's what goes on jason schreier by the way jason's a fucking mug he is a mug he's one of the most fucking pathetic coming late to the game social justice goobers that's in games journalism right now Let's just. I'ma just show you. This is the picture. Like he, he picked this picture. He thinks this is the picture. Like that. You know what I mean? He 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 chose this one. He puts this on his things. He puts this on his LinkedIn, on his Twitter, and that. You know what I mean? Like he chose this. He thinks. Oh, I need to look good. It's like if John Oliver was conceived by a weak sperm. <laughs> that's where we're at with this right so it's like it's not a great picture you know but like maybe maybe you're just yeah you, you, whatever it's not his fault i'm just trying to contextualize like i'm just trying to i'm just trying to fucking contextualize like what's going on now a stud muffin he ain't right a stud muffin he ain't but what he is is a Pretty goddamn decent journalist, frankly. Like, nobody has a level of access into Activision Blizzard that he does. Not even myself. Not even Slasher. Anybody you might know and respect. Jason Scryer's reporting is pretty good. Unfortunately, um, even though he's old enough to know better and old enough to miss the movement or whatever the fuck you want to call it, he got sucked into all of that. If you insult games journalists, you're all right nonsense. He was tweeting about that today. But anyway, so Jason Scryer, what he did was. He put a tweet out basically saying, like, oh, hey, everybody. Here's the fucking article that y'all need to go and check, right? And then it got removed. <laughs> and then he tweeted out, uh, well, they've removed it, and it wasn't us. It wasn't us, the staff. There's no unified front here. They're not even sitting down at the table with the people that they should be talking to uh about about this about this about this stuff like they're not doing it and it's like it's just bizarre it's just bizarre um i'll show you the tweets it's like dude like if the atrocious ads on a website are bothering you here's how to contact kotaku's new private equity owner management team smiley face notice how in the email they tried to sell it like it was some of them But it was never them. They don't got to read your insults. They don't got to read your spam. They're setting somebody else to do that without even checking with them. And then they act surprised. The article is no longer up. The staff of Kotaku did not remove it. And then they keep talking about this fucking union they all wanted to get in. Listen. Do you know what unions are for? Here's another thing. Journalists. Y'all hate me. I know you do. Hi. Hello. For when this gets clipped. Uh, especially you, Mister uh, John Oliver Weeksburn. The I used to be a union rep. I used to I used to be literally be a trade union rep. If you all doubt it, I'll you know, and you want to do a little hit piece, but I'm lying. I'll tell you the trade union and where I was at. I've I know what trade unions are for. Trade unions are not to avoid consequences for actual actions of misconduct. They are to. Make sure punishments are fitting and fair. And also, in the case of where punishments have been uh, approached completely outside the remit of what an employer can do, you absolutely push back and you make sure you don't, that there are no punishments at all. What's happened here is, you guys, completely unauthorized, have published a fucking article on a website that's directly attacking the advertisers of a website. And you've put your CEO's email up and gone, yo, complaint to this guy, fuck this guy, wasn't us. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that your uh, code of conduct that you all agree to sign in your contracts probably covers this. Trade union rep to person thinking union's gonna save you and all. If I was sat down on this, fuck, if I was given this case to to rep you for, I'd be like, you know you did something, blood. (laughs) Like, there's not, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you in a room, you and me, and be like, you know you fucked up, blood. Like, I mean, you know, all we can do here is, like, basically beg that you, you don't get fired or fined or penalized or suspended. Like, we're gonna have to really work with the employers here. Do I have your permission to do that? That's what I'm going to have to do. And again, are you a corporate bootlicker? Richard Lewis, the known corporate bootlicker, never took a dime from the companies you take money from, never going to be shucking and jiving in front of Doritos and Mountain Dew like you were, always told it like it was, yeah, 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 but I'm the bootlicker. Telling it like it is right now to your motherfuckers face, yeah, 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 I'm the bootlicker. Project more. Project more. Project more. So I'm tell you, like, this idea that, like, get the union involved. This is pathetic. Your Twitter output today, Jason, if I can call you that, if that is your real name, is pathetic. Right? And then just look, right? I don't know. So nobody, everyone's jumped the gun. Everyone jumped the gun. Off the back of this shit. Everyone's going, Wow, Kitaku's closing. Nah, no, they got financial problems. They have everyone this isn't a secret. They're fucking on their knees. <laughs> Cause because you okay. I I, I I I can't believe I have to lay this out. Let's change some words around. Okay. Fish market. That routinely publishes articles telling people that people who eat fish are cunts and that fish is bad for you and that fish needs to change and would rather also serve you steak are perplexed that the business they work at, the fishmongers, can no longer stay open. Just swill that around. Swill it around. Do you get it yet? Do you get it yet? Do you get why you're on your knees financially? Those ads, (laughs) what you don't want to accept, Jason, all your other little Kotaku bitches, what you don't want to accept, do you know why those ads are on your website? Because you drove away every fucking gamer. (laughs) You drove away all your audience by being unbearable unlikable unbelievable disgusting examples of journalists that's why those ads you did that not your corporate paymasters you did that you did that because they're desperate now they're desperate now they're desperate they're on their fucking knees They don't understand how you did it. They don't understand how a website that writes exclusively about games decided to make everybody who actually likes video games hate the website. They've bought something. If this was a used car, they'd be going, where's the engine at, bruv? Cause it's gone, it's a fucking lemon. The bodywork, it's got ramen in it. You fucked up. You did this, and now they're fucking scrambling, desperately trying to figure out how the fuck Do we make some money off this fucking lemon of a website, but they got a toxic asset, right? And now they're scrambling, so they're going to stick any old shit on it, any old ad. Who's the highest bidder? That money, by the way, they ain't taking it and buying a yacht, are they? They're paying you, mate. They're paying you. And you're going to come out and write an article and go, We deserve to be paid. Unionize, unionize. But how dare you put these ads on a website? i think you need to have a word i think fucking somebody needs to come in and have an intervention for all you delusional journalistic fucking cunts i really think i, I think you'd benefit from it frankly i think you need to know that you've had it too good for too long and you ain't getting it for too, too good for too much longer certainly not under these people who by the way they're gonna end up broke off this project they're gonna end up ruined off this project You're such a toxic asset. The former CEO of Forbes can't pull this shit out of the toilet. And you've got the nerve to sit on Twitter and bitch about it. Now, apropos of nothing, apropos of nothing, they fuck, this guy tweets out, look at this. I don't know what's going to happen next, but thanks to everyone who has read and and supported our work at Kotaku over the years, thank you, heart. Wait, you don't know what's going to happen next, bruv? What are you tweeting about then? This one tweet, by the way, is what set off the bushfire that everyone thinks Kotaku's closing down. I mean, it ain't. It wasn't. Might want to close it down now. Serious. I-, I don't even know if you're a good guy. Uh, whatever you call fucking Jimmy Rockefeller from Forbes. <laughs> Jimmy Panty Sniffer, whatever the fuck your name is. I don't know if you're a good guy. But you, straight up, speaking on behalf of all gamers, which I can do, what games journalists can't, because I'm real with that. You should just shut this shit down, man. You're not even going to be able to sell it on. You just you just bought a bad investment. Maybe sell it to Barstool. I saw Dave Portnoy tweeting at you. Said he'd buy it for a dollar. That's a good deal right now. You're going to be pouring good money after bad. These guys, you got... You, these people are sabotaging your website while taking a paycheck. If you don't fire them all, you're fucked. Like, I'm telling you. You know, if this was Kitchen Nightmares and I was Gordon Ramsay and the chef was pissing in the soup and the owners were saying to me, yeah, we got to keep these guys though because everybody loves his pissy soup. I'd be like, listen, I'm, I'm out. But anyway, this guy is so malicious and pathetic and spiteful. He tried to imply that Kotaku was getting shut down because they removed an article that was complaining about their advertising partners. I'll I'll give you some, uh, let me give you some behind the scenes shit. Trying to think of something appropriate in esports. Because listen, I think I built up enough credibility in esports, in gaming, and with you, crucially, my audience, who I will be laser focused on, much like Deadspin are going to be on sports, moving forward. Because enough's enough, like I don't even want to take a paycheck from them, I want you to be my fucking paycheck, you know what I mean? And then you can decide whether or not I deserve to eat every week, so I'll keep it real, right? I need to stream more, and and treat my fucking core audience better, and build it, and go places. So, we're gonna do that. But let me just fucking tell you, right? When I was doing esports, right? When I was doing the the whole esports events thing. There was a little thing called the Score Esports. I don't even dislike the guy who's the guy who looks like fucking Bennett from Commando. You know what I'm talking about. The main guy who does the videos. Not the guy with the speech impediment. The guy who looks like Bennett. You know what I mean? Fucking that guy. With a tash. And he fucking says, um, Yo, I love you too, big fat fatty. The, 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 anyway. You know which guy, he's a, he's a cool dude, I, I don't know about the other guy, the guy, they, they fucked him over by the way, the guy with a slight lisp He had to come out and said, and Blizzard was totally right to ban the, this is a Nazi symbol I was like, oh god, this is rough dude, like, you're already gonna get your shit pushed in for what you're talking about Now you're gonna fuck, you know, don't send this dude out, like fuck Anyway, the fucking, uh, the guy who looks like Bennett from Commando, Bennett's the guy who goes, I don't need the girl, John You know, Chainmail, Freddie Mercury, that dude That guy, right, is a cool dude. I like him. But listen, guys, how many more times have I got a fucking... (laughs) How many more times am I going to write a story and you're going to do a video about it and your video is going to get 300,000 views and my report's going to get, I don't know, maybe less than that in clicks, right? Like, we all know what's going on here. And just to tell a story about back in the fucking day, right, you won't know about this, Bennett and and the other guy. This ain't your fault. But when the score eSports were advertising with Dreamhack, uh, i think it was i think fucking like they got mega pissed off with the way we were fucking plugging it me and Thorin did like a joke one time and uh they complained and said no nah, you can't do that you can't talk about this can't talk about that don't do it don't do like, fucking grow up son if, if if your brand ever comes out my mouth it's worth something in journalism absolutely but we had to do you know why we had to fucking stop talking about it Cause Dreamhack told us to. So we had to be nice and we had to be respectful and we had to not joke around with it. Cause we were taking a paycheck from Dreamhack. So we did what Dreamhack wanted. Cause Dreamhack were paying us. That's the game. That's how it works. I can come home and tell you about it later. I can raise an objection on the broadcast at the time. I can refuse to take the money and walk off the broadcast. These are all options. What I cannot do is take the money and then say a dream act, LOL. Fuck you. The score esports is shit and say that live on air and then expect me to keep getting paid. You can't do that. Don't think the score esports is shit. You go way better. Can't do it. Right. That's what these games journalists are trying to do. And then imagine this. You tweet this out. You tweet this out. No one's getting fired from Kotaku. Like, straight up. I'm going to tell you, I talked to my boys, I talked to my people today. I'm like, are, are people even, are they even talking about shutting down Kotaku or getting fired? And everyone's like, nah. Like, like serious. Like, Jason Scryer just had a fucking tantrum and tweeted that out. And started this whole thing. <laughs> Can you even believe it? And then, this is just the fucking chef's kiss, right? Oh, you're so fucking good. Got some bad news for all the alt-right chuds spamming my Twitter feed today. One, Kotaku is alive and fighting. And two, I already know how to code. Let me let me drop a let me drop some fucking news on this. One. The only reason people thought it wasn't alive, and wasn't fighting, is because of your fucking petulant, childish tweet, you fucking, like if John Oliver wanked onto the chicken from a razor head looking motherfucker. Two, you already know how to code? Now you don't dog, calm the fuck down, don't oversell it, I made a website at college, shut the fuck up, you fucking clown. the audacity of these people all of this drama is his fault you understand all the other journalists who are his friends getting spammed all the speculation all the articles because you advertised a story right complained about it being removed then you put this tweet, you don't know what's going to happen next. Listen, mate, if you don't know what's going to happen next, just don't talk about it, yeah? Let me give you an example. It's probably is one you can't relate to, Jason. But let's say if I was on a date, right? And again, it can be a man or a woman. Date both myself before you start attacking me on that. Straight white male. Nah, 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 wrong. Wrong, or wrong, wrong. I'm in the alphabet club. Any, any critique of me is hate speech. So simmer down, son. If I was on a date, right, and I'm fucking with somebody, and I went, you know, and they, they would like saying, oh, we, uh, are we going out tonight? We're going to watch a film, you know, we're we going to, we're going to have a meal. And I just went, I don't know what's going to happen next, but whatever it is, I just want to say I've really enjoyed your company. They're afraid, Jason. They're afraid, mate. And do you know why they're afraid? Because that's ominous as fuck, innit? And it's come from fucking nowhere, you know what I mean? They run out. They they go, oh, okay, yeah, I'm just going to go to the toilet. And they're shimmying down a fucking... <laughs> they're shimmying down a drain pipe, bruv. Like, you, you just literally made it sound like something bad was happening. And you deliberately worded it in a way to try and get away from... From responsibility, your actions, and then you follow it up, going, hmm, "Sorry, alt-right chuds, we're actually alive and fighting." The only reason anyone's speculating otherwise is because of you, you fuck. Is this like? Does this? The, the the he's a respected journalist. He's he's a published author. He's wrote a book. He's wrote a book. Johnny, you know I mean? like, it's it's too much, guys. It's too much. It really is, isn't it? It really is. It's so mental. Here's the thing, as well. I bet if I just type in now, right? In fact, no. I'll tell you what. Tell you what. Let's not. Let, let, let's wrap this segment of the stream up. Let's just go to this. Let's just have a look what people are tweeting about with Kotaku, eh? Because I saw all the other journalists coming out. They were all doing the same thing, going, Listen, we're still fighting it. Well, dudes, why aren't you angry with this Jason Scryer guy? He had a tantrum. He had a tantrum, and he's, he's made people believe lies. Why aren't you angry with your co-worker? I'd be angry with my co-worker, making my fucking job hard, making me miserable, making me think I was going to lose my job, maybe creating a self-fulfilling prophecy that I do lose my job. I'd be, like, pretty pissed off. Nah, you all stay together, though, don't you? Do you know why? Because you all know you get onto that Phoenix website. You don't know what one of them is. In the business, guys, when one of these websites dies, which they always do in the end because they're rotten... They fool somebody or some dickhead gets some money and they say, Hey, let's make another website. I've got a small bit of office space in a New York high rise and let's do it. Do you desk? Do you desk? Full Nathan Barley bullshit. And they create a new website and they invite all the same cunts that tanked the last website to come and work for this new website. And in a year that website tanks and everyone's confused as to why it happens. But not one of them thinks it's because maybe they're shit check them out, Phoenix websites friends, they're a real thing right, let's do it calm, let's plow through the Kotaku Twitter feed listen, Jason when you do watch this because you all monitor everything I do I'm about to prove that because I'm living in heads rent free every day because you don't understand you don't understand how a guy can have all his skeletons out in the open and like you keep trying to find new ones Yo, by, by the way you might want to think about this same people uh, that jay costello that victoria rose that dakota guy who isn't even a journalist but he's a reddit mod who's having sex with a journalist so he, he's involved they um they fucking, what they want to do right is they want to dig into all my old shit. They were going through my Facebook posts, like real talk. Now they were interviewing people I worked with. This is 100. I've got this, cause I knew I, had, I knew I was gonna have to fucking defend myself. So I went and I've been I've been interviewing the people they interviewed, and recording it all. It's all good. And you were going out and reaching out to these people, weren't you? And interviewing them. What's Richard Lewis like to work with? Did he ever say anything inappropriate? It's weird, isn't it? No one, no one's told you one bit of dirt, friends. Do you know why? Because there ain't none. All my shit's out front. Yours ain't. Got yours. Got yours now. Discussing what the best way to handle it is. Oh, it's so delicious. It's so good to know, right? That like, just by virtue of being smarter than you and better than you, like it don't matter how hard you work, you had like, what, a one-year, 18-month head start on me? And you still fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh mate, so this ain't even blackmail, by the way, because I that in my life. But y'all need to be profiled. People need to know who you are, what you're doing. Yeah, we we we're gonna get on that. We're gonna think we think we need a website that starts talking about you know journalists and you know we had that. What was it? Freeze, deep freeze, it we think, think we need to start updating that, getting some actual profiles on, you know, start talking about your shit. You want to talk about my shit? Yeah, publish that blog. It's a wicked book. Do you know how many people are telling me right now that if I self-publish that book, they buy it? I'm thinking it might even be like one of them like turning points in my life. So thanks for giving me the confidence to talk about it openly with your pathetic little blackmail attempts. Um, But yeah, but like all of y'all, shit man, you all got skeletons. You think? Like it's mad! It's mad you're coming after me. Listen, here's what I did: I worked for Breitbart, six months. Apologised. Recognised now in a way I didn't before. Yeah, actually, I might uh, I might have attracted some folk to 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 radical politics. I wish I wouldn't have done because I'm not about that. Two, loader tried to fucking headbutt me, and I gave him thumbs in the neck. People don't like thumbs in the neck. You know why you don't like thumbs in the neck? It's designed. It's like, listen, if you, you're you going to swing that big old giraffe neck at me, bruv, you're going to get fucking... You're, you're going to have trouble breathing while you do it. It ain't choking. It ain't strangling. You're just letting people fucking know what time it is. Like, I ain't getting headbutted. I'm never apologizing for that ever again, by the way. I'm not after this day. Fuck that. What I did was right. You want to write lies about it? Okay. But never apologizing for that again so that stops now because you wrote lies about it back then i know pc gamer your article should get that took down my my, i think i think i think i'll use some of this 200 grand i got in the bank to fucking pay uh, a lawyer to fucking want like start asking about why you refuse to take comments from people who were there that said richard didn't choke loader which i got proof of so, that's the second thing. Turned out the guy who fucking wrote the article had interviewed Loader and was a massive Alliance fanboy. Just saying. And... What was the other fucking bad thing I ever did? I never said nothing racist, never been racist, never done nothing discriminatory to anybody. Oh yeah, it was this blog. It was this blog of clear fiction. Well you got me, you nail me guys, you nail me. All that's out in public, by the way. And I show people that, and I tell people that, and I talk about it. Your shit, by the way. Uh-oh. People don't know about your shit. It's rough. It's rough that they don't know. But they're gonna know. And I think they got a right to know. Because you're a public figure. Remember this. I'm a public figure. I'm publicly accountable. You're a public figure. Guess what? It's weird. It's weird how it works, isn't it? So, ain't naming names, y'all know you all Time to start fucking digging deep, I think, though. I promised I was going to do this after all y'all motherfuckers smeared John when he died, and I didn't. I hired a private detective to look into some shit, I got some stuff, I never wrote it up. I couldn't, I was dealing with grief, I got hit with Jeff later. Now, listen, gloves off now. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. You think you're putting Richard to sleep? Like, nah, dudes, like, you ain't been paying attention. You ain't been paying attention to how this story pans out each and every time. Just when you think he's gone. It, it, it he comes back every time, stronger than before. Yo, you all thought you had me dead after loader. I got I got to do a national TV show. You all thought you got me off that TV show? I left, I doubled my salary, I ran a production company in Vegas. I made a ton of money. Same money I'll be using for the lawyers that're going to be talking to y'all. You, you you never killing me. I'm too smart. I'm too good, the end. I'm a cockroach with a brain <laughs> the size of your ass. It's 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 mind blowing. And any time you do push me out, or you think you win, well, I can go independent. You know how much money I make off this thing back here without even trying? You know how much money I make off my YouTube without trying? I make more money a year off my YouTube That is literally just clips of me talking on Twitch I make more money off that a year Than you make off your main job You think you're going to starve me out? Friend Don't even bother This is a war of attrition That you definitely cannot win But we're going to do it We'll do it, we'll play I'll give you some attention Let me know when you want to tap out So take this clip. Watch it back. Watch it back. When you're sending me them messages, I get I get them emails. I get them emails like one year after it going, hey, can we be friends now? Can we like make it up? It's just, oh no, you dead to me now, son. You fucked up. Best best you best you can pray for is like I'll just get bored. So your call. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you come after me, guys. I'm, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. Take this clip. Clip it out. Watch it in your little slack in your Discord. What does he mean? What could he possibly mean? Does he really have lawyers? Does he really have this? Does he really? You panic about it. You let your little fucking gears spin. Right? Live the fantasy that, you know, you're living in my head. Sleeping on that bed. <sighs> snoring deep. Full-blown sleep apnea. I'm going to wake up. And then I'm just going to make one phone call to people that know shit. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. That's textbook defamation. What is it she said you did? You're a sexual predator that you only fucking gave money to your fucking friend because you're preying on them sexually, even though they're in another relationship? Cool. Can't wait. Can't wait, my friends. The pressure is going to put on all of you, by the way, just to even retain a lawyer with the money you're making and the climate you're trying to make it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I can't wait. Oh. I shouldn't it's it's grotesque to be this jacked up on it on stream. It, to be to be this excited I'm glad wrote more of your fucking friends in to attack me Please let's all go for a fucking ride I'm 100% ready in ways that you do not believe I was I was a little bit nervous I was thinking like you know maybe I should just try and do this nah, Fuck quiet quiet's bullshit in it let's do it loud let's do it loud Fucking absolute fools. Now let's enjoy some fucking let's let us let us enjoy some Kotaku crying. Beep. Right. <laughs> Tell you what, right, hold on. Gimme give gimme give, give me this. Now, this whiskey, right? This whiskey's way better than the shit that I was drinking. I've been saving a little bit of this. Deceptively good and not expensive. Wood, Doublewood. Right? What they do is they take the booze, they put the booze into uh, a whiskey cask, and then they take it out and they put it in a sherry oak cask. Save this for, you know... The end of the night. The other shit, for those who want it to know, this is Dalmore Portwood. It's a throwaway. It's 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 got no lasting palate. It's a no-age statement whiskey, you know what I mean? They can't help it. It's decent, though, for about 80, 90 bucks a bottle. That's, the, the other shit's but way more expensive. What's my favorite cocktail? I've been trying to rot my insides out. I'm, I'm a margarita sucker, I can't help it can't help it right here we go let's do it let's have a look at some of this big fat Bob Chipman Ooh, I love movie Bob he is a gift he is a gift that uh, just never stops giving movie Bob uh, did do, do you guys know movie Bob do you, are you familiar with his work you know cuz this guy is just incredible Like, let me, uh, let me, let me, uh, let me just give you an example of how I've wrecked this guy before. He he definitely has me muted because he should have blocked me. He couldn't resist. Um, You'll like this burn. You'll like this, guys. Because occasionally, you know, Richard does good burns. Uh, I am known for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh... (laughs) sorry there's just lots of Trudeau fuck me what a joke here it is right so Bob Chipman, right? Movie Bob, he's a loser. He's like one of these dudes who used to do like movie reviews and he was like just a normal fat chud dude and then he like started injecting like social justice into it and stuff and just and then it became his entire shtick. So, you can see it. If, you, if your opinion on what's happening to the writers and employees at Kotaku, Deadspin, Across Gizmodo, etc., is anything other than horror and disgust. <laughs> at corporate vultures squeezing journalists out of their jobs. These same these same corporate vultures that saved their jobs, okay? <laughs> like, saved their jobs and then realized, fuck, like, we make no money off this. You're a shitty person and you can kiss my ass. Now, just have a good old laugh at fucking movie, bar, right? I'm gonna show you some shit here, right? Like, uh, let me see where I'm gonna put it up here. So he replied to, like, an ex-marine... Uh, sorry, ex-Navy SEAL. I should be specific about that. Lying on a bed with, with his guns, right? And saying, I have this entire bed, but they always insist on cuddling, okay? And this guy, hang on, fuck it, I'll, I'll just bring him up, I'll bring it up. Well, we, listen, he's old, He's an old guy. I'm gonna tell you this. If you down with bears, and you're down with the older guys, and you're down with a big, strong dude, like, that's a good-looking guy, right? Straight up, man, like, He's aged well, he ain't fat, like, he got that ex-military look. I'm just saying, all, all y'all fucking twinks in the chat, you just found your daddy, right? You feel me? So, whatever. Alright, let's get into, uh, <laughs> wait, what? Well, I I can I not remove this anymore? Is this a thing? Holy shit, why can not I, can I remove that? Is this, where is that? Yeah, okay. So, let me just show you what... What fucking movie Bob had to had to say about it? Because this is Movie Bob, who, by the way, says if you're below a certain IQ, you should be euthanized. Like straight up, like he he openly says these things, and because he's fucking the leftist, no one calls him out on it. Uh, reasonable behavior. Serious so he look. He said, this photo could permanently erase more female heterosexuality than an open bar brunch cruise in international waters with circa 1998 Angelina Jolie. This is movie Bob who says that that picture would make women's like pussy snapshot and, you know, that guy's gross. Um, so I did a reply. Oh, please tell me that my replies there. Here it is. How much does this one erase? Look YOU FUCKING UNREASONABLE BEASTING FACED CUNT ARE YOU SERIOUS BRUV WHAT ARE YOU TALKING ABOUT YOU SHAVE YOUR BEARD OFF FUCKING HELL YOU LOOK LIKE A BOW SELECTOR MASK YOU MAD CUNT YOU EVER GONNA TALK DOWN ON SOMEONE BRUV WHAT ARE YOU SAYING MATE LIKE YOU GOTTA FUCKING HAVE A WORD LIKE The fact you even post that, like, you are fucking beyond delusional, like. Well, I know you're all Peter Griffin. (laughs) Now. Yeah, you straight Peter Griffin all up in this motherfucker gonna talk down to an ex-fucking Navy SEAL? Are you fucking serious? Anyway. So I just wanna I just wanna frame like movie Bob wrecks himself every time he fucking tweets. He wrecks himself. It's unre it's unreal. He's fucking fat, he's ugly, he's charmless, he's talentless. Like he it's like he has oh, I think he even still lives with his fucking moms. Like I think he's still like he's just got nothing. I think he's just got nothing going for him. Like it's it's ridiculous. It is so ridiculous how fucking bad this guy is. It's like Come on, man. Like, just stop with that shit. Anyway. So remember, these are corporate vultures, which they probably are, but not for the reasons you're saying. Right? Fuck Ethan Ralph, and I'm looking at his shit. Right. Now, remember, right? We're going to go through some stuff now. The average game is loving it. Like, Kotaku's not even closing. No one's even talking about that. But you can see here that fucking everybody... Like people are just posting dance memes right then you got heather alexandra i think i did an article yeah that was it when we were doing when they published when univision uh compete published an article attacking uh, jason uh sorry jacob wolf for uh, publishing nasty tweets when he was 13 years old pretty sure she had some bullshit going down whatever A lot of trolls are acting like Kotaku's gone, but we're not as we fight for our comrades (coughs) Comrades Fucking comrades Just one big fucking communist LARPing fantasy. Let me tell you You want to talk about you want to be really fucking communist? Speaking as a guy that's read about this shit has read Russian history. Let me tell you, you're the kind of petty bourgeois that would have been the first against the wall during the revolution. You avocado toast eating motherfuckers, sipping cocktails, decadent life living motherfuckers. You've got nothing in common with a working man. I'm the working man and I can't stand you. So what are you talking about? Like, comrades. Don't. Br- I used to drink in a boozer. My first ever boozer in my life was called the Comrades Arms. It was a legit working men's club. You would have hated it. You would have hated it. Don't talk to me. Don't try and pretend you've ever fucking struggled a day in your life. Don't. Don't, don't, don't. Don't. Just don't. Where else we at? Just got briefed on the situation with Kotaku, and for whatever little it is worth, I wanted to throw my voice behind the staff. There's nothing going on in Kotaku. Jason just had a tantrum. Just it's fine. This seems a good summary for those confused what's up. Oh, advice, rate? A summary? Dare I click. Oh, okay. cause vice cause vice came to the rescue don't worry bruv it's not it's not a cartel it's not a gang but we're gonna quickly get an article up over here even though we're going to justify conduct that if we did it, we'd be out of a job over here at Vice. But don't worry, we got you. And then we can just keep working for startup after startup after startup after startup after startup after startup start start And just keep going on this journalistic fucking merry-go-round. None of us produce a single article worth anything. Ha, ha, ha Kellogg's cornflakes can be used to glue together things. Ha, da da, 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 Fuck me. Like, it's ridiculous. Okay, let's read, let's read, let's read your bullshit. Let's read your bullshit. GeoMedia is fighting its staff over objectively bad autoplay ads. They're objectively bad, folks. We're putting that in the title. Of course, we're going to... Wait. You want to strobe some more, but... Mm-hmm. 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 You strobe some more, mate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mhm. yep we good, we done uh-huh. mm-hmm. excellent um <laughs> I don't know what male chimp is I'm not sure I want to know, I'm pretty sure Sam would though if he was here he, there's nothing funnier to Sam than a monkey it's like, it, it's just the root of all comedy for fucking, for Sam he, he, you just say it with monkey <laughs> he just loves it um It's an ad, 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 ad world. Oh, it's a column. It's a regular column by Jason Kobler. I'm sure a very respected voice. Uh, Monday afternoon, every Geo Media site, including Gizmodo, Deadspin, Jezebel, posted a blog called A Note to Our Readers, which said that the sites have received a great deal of feedback from you, our readers, about the sound on autoplay videos that have been inundating our sites. Yeah, I read this within a few hours oh not a few hours god they reacted so quick management of geo media which is owned by the private equity firm great hill partners unilaterally deleted these blog posts soliciting feedback which could be a violation of gizmodo media group's union contract that pr- protects editorial independence oh god why would anyone sign off on that bullshit Editorial independence isn't there for this. It's not there so you can rack your own publication's revenue model and tank the fucking business you all get paid from. That's not the plan. It's there to make sure that other business ties don't interfere with very important reporting. It's not so you publish public gripes about the website you work on. Am I mad? Must be. Once a story has been posted, it can only be removed by a majority vote of the executive editor, the CEO, and the general counsel unless required by law, uh, according to Deadspin deputy editor Barry Pachewski. Uh, the move is a clear violation of our rules. Well, I reckon it's going to hold up spokesperson for Geo Media told motherboard that this blog was originally published uh sorry told motherboard after this blog was originally published that a vote had been taken and the vote was three zero in favor of removing the post all right cool nice rules guys uh the three people in those roles are great hill partners stooges oh, okay but they're allowed to vote though so it doesn't really matter whether Stooges or not. The reason you would agree to a vote is if you had Stooges in place to vote. It's kind of like you know, I shouldn't bring it up, you know, but it's kind of like some of the stuff that's going on right now, you know, it, democratically speaking, democracy, America, you know. I guess that's okay though. It's okay to have impeachment hearings in you know, complete secret, and uh, for people. Um, when they come to those hearings and they're allowed legally to ask questions, to have members of the people pushing for impeachment stand up and tell witnesses to refuse to answer those questions. This is all fine. You, you guys are very upset about this too, I'm sure. Not, not me, like, you know, you, you, you're the consistent moral beacons. Um, whatever, that's nothing to do with this. The three people in those roles are Great Hill uh, Partner Stooges, It's CEO Jim Spanfeller. It's Executive Editor Paul <laughs> Maidmont, who has worked with Spanfeller for decades. And it's General Counsel uh, Kai Falkenberg, who was out last month. Yeah, cool. They 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 agreed to the system, and then they sold the system up and made sure they were represented. Again, what's the surprise, folks? Uh... By deleting the posts, they ensured the Streisand effect. Yeah, Streisand effect definitely happens when journalists won't stop crying about it to their audience. Um, And then it's just a bunch of bullshit because, of course, it is. Had to pad it out for another fucking 1,500 fucking words. So you just got wrecked. Like, I mean... If those guys are on the board, and it's agreed the board gets the votes, and they voted, and no one else did, and it was 3-0, like, oh no, this is a violation of our union rights. Yeah, it sounds like you played yourselves, guys, sorry. Sorry, you played yourselves. It's fine. Right, let's go back to... Hmm. Man, that's so much better than the other stuff. Let's keep scrolling through. A lot of trolls, the quarterings all up in that motherfucker. Big Chungus. My heart goes out to all Kotaku. Stop losing their jobs. No one's losing their jobs. No one has lost their jobs yet. Deadspin and Kotaku were the first outlets I ever read. Cool. Like, Why are everyone typing up these eulogies? Like... Off one guy's tantrum, and even in his tantrum, he said, "I don't know what's happening next." God, I'm gonna miss you, Kotaku man. Gonna miss you so much. (laughs) Uh, Fuck me, dude. Get wrecked. Oh, it's fucking banter. (laughs) Anyway. Whole point is Kitaku's not even fucking going anywhere, guys. Like, no one's been fired by Kitaku yet. No, n- you know, it's just- it's just nonsense.